Yeah. Show up. Exactly, bro. That's the biggest thing is people don't show up, and or they just they don't communicate. Like, hey man, if you're running, hey, 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 shut up and save it for the podcast. (laughs) Save it for the podcast. (laughs) Just shut up. Nope. No. Not when I turn to you. No. No. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what you're saying. Okay. (laughs) You got more experience with this than me. (laughs) We're gonna figure this out. All right, we're gonna figure this out. All right. This is all bullshit yeah. we should have done beforehand. It's all good. We had to get a coffee. I still got to get up and go get my coffee. Actually, if you, <laughs> if you want to pass it to me, Let me slide up into this casting couch, bro. Slide up in there, bro. Slide up in there. <laughs> Shout outs to Kyle Francis. This is your old couch, bro, if, you, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fran. Yeah, when we used to work at uh, Guitar Center, Tempe. Yeah. Good old times. Man. Good old times. That's a good store. Uh, guys, welcome to this one time. Come in at ya from Soundplay Studios yeah. in Yuma, Arizona. If you guys aren't familiar with Yuma, Arizona, Arizona, California, <laughs> Mexico, all got together, a little menage a trois, and produced this little town. Actually, dude, Yuma's getting big, man. Yuma's growing, man. It's, uh, it's, it's actually crazy because I moved to Phoenix 2012, and then... Got back in 2018, and it was a big difference. Yeah. And I would see it growing as I was coming down to visit. I would always see a new store popping up and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's uh, definitely grown. Actually, when I moved back, I was um, checking the the population because I was trying to figure out, like, if I wanted to come back and open the studio. I was like, mm-hmm. is it going to be worth it? Mm-hmm. I was seeing there was probably, like, about uh, – it said, like, in the census, it said, like, it, at the time when I was looking, it was, like, about – 96,000 or so. So I'm like, okay, it was a few years, a couple years back. So I was like, maybe uh, we got about 100,000 people here. Yeah. That, you know, so I was like, okay, so just even a small percentage of that, I might be able to make it work. So, I mean, I'm not a big numbers person, but, you know, I was, I was trying to figure something out before I jump in. <laughs> well, yeah, you got you to gotta know some numbers to open yeah. up a business. Beto Marquez. <laughs> I mean, you had a chance to introduce you. This right, is right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello. Humberto Marquez, aka Beto Marquez, aka, what's your artist name? Man. Well, I used to go by Easy Money back in the day. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah, throw, shit, man. We, we used to. Uh, I used to work at JC Penney's. It's funny because I used to work at JC Penney's and I worked in the suits department. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was slinging suits. I had my tie and shit, looking all slick. At least I thought so. But anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, I was I would post up and then just sell suits. And then one of my boys that I was working with, uh, we used to, I used to I started off in the in the stock stock area, doing stock boy work and stuff, and mm-hmm. then. Um, then they put me in a suits, and then it was funny because I remember I was outside smoking a cigarette on a little break, talking to my other homeboy that was a stock boy, and I was like, I saw some dude rock up, and he had like a suit and tie looking all slick, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a job like that, bro. I was like, I'm gonna be dressing nice. Yeah. I had it in my head, I was like, I want to dress nice, I want to look good, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and look, look like you're successful, I guess, you know. Play the part. Exactly, play the part. And so then next thing you know, I fucking get offered to to do suits. I'm like, hell yeah. So I'm like, I start dressing nice. Everybody's like, oh, dude, you look nice. You feel good, you know. I feel good because you're like, you mm-hmm, feel like you're mm-hmm. something, you're somebody. But then later on, it's just like. Okay, I've been wearing this shit for a while. I really ain't moving up in life. And it's just like, I think it's time to move on. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, they give you like that little, it's like you you get a job in a position and sometimes you feel like, this is awesome. This is what I need. But then when you kind of get to the point where you're like, okay, well, I'm not a manager. I'm not moving up. I'm still the same sales guy I was. I'm yeah. still making pretty much the same I was doing when I was a stock guy, you know, or uh, whatever. Or yeah, yeah. Maybe not that. Actually, I was making commissions, so I was making more. But yeah, it was like... I was still living at my parents' house. I didn't have, I couldn't afford a home, and I was like, I couldn't, fi- I couldn't figure out how people could afford a home at that time either. Right. Like I was like, how do people do this? Like <laughs> I was like, I barely make it. I'm working like a, you know, I'm working like full time hours, but I'm not even like, 
make enough money to like i uh, make enough money to pay off my car <laughs> and that's it you know might it's as well like, live outside of your car might as well just live outside your car yeah dude that's when i started realizing like holy shit man like you either gotta go get a fucking uh degree go to go to school do something where you're gonna get paid good or you gotta go do something yourself you know yeah do something yourself be self-employed um do something where there's where there's a demand for it yeah you know um i think you know with your studio here you you do fill a uh you're an answer for a demand on people's creativity Mm -hmm. i mean you do artwork um you know you record music record podcasts i mean whatever anybody wants to record they can come here so you are providing a service but mm-hmm. also you're creating art yourself like that's that's always going to be appreciated yeah you know and somebody might say well you man you should go get a you know get go be a plumber go be an yeah. electrician it's <laughs> like yeah man obviously those are always in in, in high need high demand and, mm-hmm. and it's that's always a guaranteed right. gig in a sense but man so so is art exactly so is art and people can't you can't forget about art man it's it's a uh, it's what keeps us happy. Yeah. Art is what keeps us happy. Music, uh, baking, cooking. That's art. All that stuff is art. When I see people posting, I got a buddy, uh, shout out to Bernie. Oh, shit. My phone, I think I turned it outside. I think it just rang. But uh, anyway, shout out to my boy, Bernie. He's got a page called Show Me Your Food. And mm. um, he's one of my boys that he loves to cook. That's his thing. He, yeah, cook, yeah. he cooks, he grills. He does. He grills, mainly is he, grills. Is he over 250? Ah. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no, actually, he's, he's he's in good shape. He's, uh, I don't know if I trust him, bro. Uh, I don't know. He's probably, he's probably, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I no, couldn't I say. But, <laughs> but anyways, the dude is is just talented with his with his food, and he's yeah, always posting yeah. pictures. And, you know, it's funny because you, you always see that on social media, and some people be like, man, people be taking too much time posting pictures of food. Anyways, this dude's like, I'm going to make my own freaking site. He starts up, show me your food. Next thing you know, he's blowing up. He's got everybody from, like, Brazil, Mexico, here in the States, wherever. Yeah posting pictures of the food but it's awesome because you get ideas and it's kind of like your creativity yeah. is, is now the the wheels are turning for your creativity like oh shit man that's a cool like a friend of mine she she posted dishes of hawaiian stuff that that, Ooh, uh, that they make man. yeah because her dude's hawaiian so like you know it's like oh man like they uh she posted this thing a uh, loco moco I didn't know what the hell that was, but that thing looked bomb, and it was just like it was like egg and gravy and Ooh. and uh, it sounds, white rice. It sounds nasty, Look, moco, moco it, in it, Spanish. It, it doesn't you know? have a good ring to it when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, like that moco, yeah. But when you look at the thing, you're like, that shit looks good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'll try that. Yeah, yeah, that's but, a, that uh, sounds good. Let me get a dish of that. Yeah, right. But uh, going back to like the whole art thing, it's like you gotta do what you love, and that's what I was saying, yeah. my boy. He was he does what he loves. He he you know he he cooks and grills, he makes his food, he posts his pictures, everybody likes it, everyone gets ideas. Mm-hmm. And we're all, you know, we're all kind of, you know, we're all in the mix now. We're all kind of getting those ideas and it's like and you should post it. Like if you make a good dish and you're pretty proud of it, post your fucking picture. Post it. You get you know? ideas, dude. Dude, my lady, ninety nine percent of her time on Instagram is just looking at food. Yes, and she's always getting ideas. Yeah, you know because I have I have a wide palate. You know, I, I like a lot yes. of different food. Yeah, and I try to eat healthy. So anytime she sees like something healthy that's unique, she's like, I'm gonna do that for you. You want to do I'm that? Make that. Yeah. And, yeah, and and dude, we've tried some amazing stuff yeah. that way. Yeah, like yeah, post your food, man. Exactly. Just don't don't let anybody critique what you post on your own page exactly and that's the thing i think is uh it, it happens to me too because i've got music that i work on and like i got beats that i'm working on i got i got songs that i'm writing whatever and like a lot of the stuff i don't i don't post and post. i've been posting lately because of the business i'm like man i go people don't even know like that i can do so, certain things you know yeah, yeah. 
So it's like they're not gonna know unless I post it. Exactly. And ain't nobody else gonna post it for me. They know I don't got a cameraman following me around doing this shit. Like it's like I gotta take the time, take a picture, whatever it is. I don't post food that often because I usually just eat it because I'm hungry and I like. Oh damn! I look at the plates already. <laughs> it's already done. But yeah. you know, like it's like um, I posted a, a video of like myself singing probably like two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it's one of my original songs that I was actually it was I, I was brainstorming an idea. And I was like writing it down, singing the song, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna post this." And but I didn't want to post it on like Facebook or Instagram, I guess because I didn't want to. I didn't want to hear the critiques, man. I didn't want to hear all the the like, "Ah, oh, your uh, voice doesn't sound good." You know, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. People are always real quick to to critique your ass, but it's like, man, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, like like let me hear you sing a song. I'm trying to. I'm doing something I like to do. Yeah, just let me fucking do it. But I posted it on uh, Snapchat because it erases. And I want to see what kind of feedback I might get from the people who I know because Snapchat I only have like my my close friends. Usually it's not like Instagram, Facebook where there's a oh, bunch of hey, people. If you ain't got a Snapchat, bro, you guys ain't close. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. If they ain't on your Snap, that's that's your people's right there. So I posted on there and I got a couple of friends, you know, like that's dope. You know, they gave me the, you know, like they they gave me their feedback and I thought that was yeah. cool. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll start posting some stuff on on the big sites, you know. But like. Um, like one of my clients that I'm working out, working with right now, Fernando. Shout out to Fernando, Salvaje Music. Um, check him out. He he's been posting stuff on TikTok, mm-hmm. and he's been blowing up right now. And I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I'm about to post some stuff. Actually, I already set up my TikTok account. I posted a couple little videos, Good, dude. Good. Yeah, but I ain't I ain't I ain't, I ain't telling nobody that on my social media. So you got to look for my ass if you want to find me. But Ooh. I ain't posting so you guys can be like, hey, here, follow me on here. I want to use TikTok because I don't know nobody on there. If you critique me, I don't give a shit. But if someone I know that I grew up with is like, ah, dude, you, you don't sound so good. That hurts a little bit more because I've known you so long. <laughs> but it's good to get that feedback, though, too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah. it's either way, it's still good. But depend, it depends, man. Some, you know, we're musicians are sensitive people. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. We, 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 we take shit real serious and we don't at the same time. Well, that's why you translate the emotions into, into music. Yeah. You translate that. Like, yeah. that. Yeah. Working at Guitar Center as long as I have, dude, there's some of the most emotional people oh yeah working there. and that's just that's just the nature of <laughs> it, it it is yeah. yeah and that's i think that's what that's why musicians make that great music because mm-hmm. we are emotional we do put that you know that into it you know mm-hmm. like i was just talking to this one uh, uh dude uh, here uh, local talent and he just worked on some stuff and um i was telling him man your, your songs sound good man i go i go you know actually when i hear him i go i could hear more more production like it's, it's already getting to the point where i've been doing this more and more that i start to hear what else can be in there? But anyways, I just told yeah. him, man, I go, your songs are good. I go, and it's passionate. You could hear that you're you're you putting your all into it. And mm-hmm. when you put your all into it, that's when you can really feel the music more. Cause you can you can hear a song that someone put together in five minutes real easily, and it's yeah. just like cool, it's got a catchy jingle or whatever, but it doesn't grab you like it's the got way no soul. It got no soul, exactly. That's what that's the fucking word right there. It got no soul. It's got no soul. Yeah. You gotta make that solo music. Yeah, even even you know, some some pop music will have you know, it'll have some good advice, but you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just, hey, dude, let's just put this out because we know, we know yeah. it's, you know, it's pop, it's it's, it's and, a popular song. And you know, it's it's funny because like I, I have been working with some people who are with like, um, who who are working, talking to labels and stuff, who who the labels are like, you know, do this and do that, and they're kind of guiding, but at the same time, sometimes they kind of get more, they they stop. 
there's a certain point where they're not guiding you anymore. Now they're telling you what to do. So it's kind of different, you well, know, because there's a formula. Yeah, they, there's a formula. They know, hey, if you stick to this, it's guaranteed to exactly. hit. But, and it's like the safe route. Like, it's like, let's stick to this formula because we know it works. But mm-hmm. you're not letting the artist be the artist and just do what they want to do. And if it sounds good to them, then yeah. that's their art, you know, because like, I don't know, like, um, you can start, you, depending on who you work with, the vibe you get, you can get a whole different turnout on your music, you yeah, know, like, yeah. uh, you know, when 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 one one guy I started recording with the band, you know, he had a whole band and um, the music had a certain sound to it. Well, later on, the band kind of it broke up, and then now it's just a singer. So now it's just we've been working together, but we're redoing. We redid a lot of the the songs that he did the first time, and it's completely changed because yeah. now it's going more to his what he wants to do. Yeah, and, and, and I, it's stripped down. Yeah, it's more stripped down. Without everybody, you know, you got too many chefs in the kitchen sometimes or whatever. But like, it's like. Uh, we're we're coming out with some new music well some we're redoing some of the songs that he did but they're coming out so much nicer and um i hit up like my boy ernie shout out to ernie on the trumpet he he's my trumpet guy he comes through he's just like we just play him a song we don't yeah. need I, I, I he came through one day man he knocked out like i don't know how many like six i've or seen seven. some of those videos you posted with yeah. him yeah he's good oh man he he knocked him like he he's you know i gotta catch him when he's got a chance because he's he's always working he's you know before covid he was always doing gigs and stuff and, yeah, and yeah. you know he's busy but um, he's just, he knows what, he knows how to do this, you know, his trumpet. He knows his craft very well. Yeah. So whenever I have a song and it's like, it's missing something. I'm like, I wonder if, you know, maybe Ernie could add something. But dude, he's coming here and then like, I'll show him a beat. I'm like, I don't know if you got anything to this, but I'm just going to show it to you. Boom, play. He's all, bah, 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 start playing. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, we're recording that. And it's just like, dude, he's, uh, it's so funny because every time like I get someone who's with that craft, like if I get a guitarist who's just a fucking guitarist, all he does is shred. He's gonna make something dope. So like it's like I play guitar, I play piano, uh, I can play different instruments, you know, to get my ideas down. But yeah. then it's like I got the whole rhythm and everything down, but I can't do that badass solo line. So no, I need someone yeah, yeah. to do it. You know, that's no, why. No, it's perfect. Uh, yeah. Like the way the way you you set up. I mean, that's that's what I have envisioned. I mean, if if, if I could get my own studio up and running, um, like that's exactly what I have envisioned. Um, Back back when um, you were gonna be in the in the hip hop group with Bobby, yeah, uh, all that, dude. before that, kind of, oh, before man. Rodrigo had to move yeah, away, yeah, dude, like that. You saw some of my ideas, and they were just super raw. It was all yeah. fruity loops, but yeah. I was like, literally, I was like, this is just a a like the like a first draft. I was yeah, like, this is kind of what I want. But then uh, what I wanted is like, yeah, let me get Rodrigo on drums. Yep. Let, me get, let me get you or LaCour to yeah. fucking do some piano. Dude, straight up. Let me get Kayla. Hey, LaCour, I'm still sure. waiting on you to put them fucking leads on that funk song. LaCour? <laughs> LaCour? Le- Levantate. Yeah. I sent him a track. I sent, a, actually, I sent it to a couple cats and uh, it, some people just don't get back to you, man. So get back to me if you yeah. want, you know, but... You know, I got to shoot you some tracks, too, for the bass lines, dude. I know. No, you've sent a couple, and you were like, I think this one deserves a pop slap. And I was like, ah, oh, that definitely does, but I, I'm not, like, that good. But the so. thing is, too, is, like, if I send you a track and I tell you, you know, like, I can see this, don't even listen to me. Just do what the fuck you want to do. And, yeah. and, you know, it's just like, I just, I'm just saying what I might, what I'm thinking. How about now? I'm here. If you haven't done anything with that track, we'll do that. So we're right recording right now, so you can't. Yeah, <laughs> so I can't all, go back. It's on all it. this contract right here. Yeah. That, but <laughs> yeah, dude, definitely. Um, uh, which one was it? Was it a um, funk one? It, it was a little bit funky, yeah, for sure. It it actually the bass line. It was funny because as I was working on it, I was jamming on it. Um, 
my wife walked in and I was like, I was like, yo, this, this, I could easily slide in uh, Flea's bass line to Can't Stop. It had the same, pretty, it was close. It wasn't exactly the same, but it had like that same yeah. flow. And so like, that's where I was like, I was like, oh, I'm ripping off that bass line. I was like, I can't <laughs> You're do like, that. I can't take this shit. And then, and then I just didn't pick it back up. So but like, that's the thing though, is like, you can go off that bass line. And then just kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah, now yeah. it's all of a sudden you made your own baseline. So yeah. it's just like you you got that inspiration from there and you're not biting him because you're not doing those exact same notes, but you got inspired and you did that, you know? Yeah. And that's the beauty is like, it's like, a, I think that I think that <gasps> might actually hold back a lot of... Just an idea, dude. You think they're going to sue me for do, for for mouthing the bass line right now? You <laughs> nah, played too nah. much of this song, bro. <laughs> right, right? You did too much. Nah, because, you know, like, it's funny because I actually never did... I've always been a... When I make my beats, I always did them on the keyboard when I started, yeah, mainly yeah. keyboard. And I didn't mess with the sample stuff. And a lot of people, I started backwards, I guess, I guess you could say, because like I, I didn't start DJing until later. I started getting into DJing later. A lot of people, they start DJing first and then they get into production uh -huh, and then they uh -huh. get into rapping, whatever. I kind of got into rapping and making beats all different backwards because I had like, I don't know, I guess I, I, I say backwards because uh, I see most, most producers start off as DJ. Do. Yeah. And then when I started doing, like, hip-hop stuff, it's, like, me and my friends would beatbox and we'd freestyle. I would do graffiti stuff. Mm -hmm. And we would get, we'd hang out and we would just do stuff. And it's funny. We were just talking about it the other day. Um, my boy Kato was telling someone, he's like, man, how, how long have we been doing music? Like, 20 years? I'm like, bro, 20 years? I'm like, bro, we're, like, we're almost 40, dog. <laughs> I was like, I'm 37 right now. And uh, I was like, man, like, 20 years ago, we were recording already, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That, we were already recording. I was like, 30 years, dude. I, go, I mean, we were, like, in seventh grade recording on a karaoke machine and my boy my boy my cousin rest in peace he uh he had a mpc which i own now and um he made i remember when he got it he was like what the heck is this he's like oh i can like remix songs i can make beats i can do whatever yep, yep. and uh i was like shit well can you sample me too short get in where you fit in and uh everlasting bass <laughs> you know it's like everlasting bass for some reason that was my jam at the time i think yeah and too short for some reason those two songs came in my head so i was just like i cool. saw too short in the bathroom ah uh, yeah yeah you know what i'm saying i got that record right there chilling actually i think it's i think the record got lost so it's just a cover because otherwise i'd have it in my record collection but anyways yeah. yeah man you know big too short fan and uh since back in the days but we we ended up getting a little tape and it was just a too short beat and the everlasting bass yeah and those were my first two instrumentals i ever got a hold of and um it was on tape and then my my boy he had a karaoke machine and i remember like the first time we ever recorded uh we had that too short beat and the everlasting uh beat playing after everlasting bass and then uh me, my boy Kato, my boy Kilo, we were uh, we were just sitting in my front yard or standing in my front yard just freestyling yeah. to this tape. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy, like, to think how we started, you know, back then just kind of having fun and it was all just, yeah. you know, messing around. It was all for fun. It's all for fun. It's always been for fun. And that's why I still do it, because of the fun. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's fun to do this, to create. Creating music or creating anything art is just a... Bro, that has to be such a good feeling for it is. somebody to come in and like, hey, this is what I have an idea of, and they don't quite know how to, you know, flesh it out. Exactly. And you've been at it for so long that you're like, well, I can, I can kind of help you guide you and provide this and provide that, and then for you to show them this final product, like, yeah. that must be so fulfilling, man. It's to, a, to get them to be like, yes, that's what I had in mind. Yeah, like when people are like, uh, when you get that feedback, you know, it's really cool to to get that feedback because it makes you feel better. You know, you're doing a good job, and you want to keep that's doing. It's fuel, dude. It's fuel, it's exactly. Fuel. 
it makes you want to keep doing it but um and that's why you know it's like it's like when you see someone posting their music and you see you know like it might have some potential don't be yeah. quick to judge them because you heard their voice crack here or because maybe they didn't flow right right there they didn't link but yeah, hey yeah. that other flow sounded pretty nice before that before he messed up or mm-hmm. He had the song going until his voice cracked or her voice cracked or whatever. But you got to give people, you know, some love for yeah. whatever they do because yeah. that's what they love to do. And they're posting it because they like it. You know? Yeah, that's that's a little bit vulnerability, man, to post something that you've created. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, to go to the, the T-shirt designs that I was showing you talking about. Uh, yeah, I've been slow to yeah. I haven't posted anything yeah. about them. You hold your ideas in because you don't want to like, laugh oh, at them or yeah. you don't know what they're going to say. But then when you post them and you get that cool reaction, you're like fuck man why didn't i show you this shit when i fucking came up with this like forever ago you know i know this i had this other design idea that i i I first got it like 10 years ago like trying to do um promos and and designs for 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 when we first started uh bobby brand new the the hip-hop band and i just had it sketched up and then tucked away for years dude and then and then last august so about a year and a half ago i was like you know what man i'm 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 a i'm a flesh this out yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you know what? I can incorporate the state of Arizona because that's where we're from. <laughs> and then I decided, I was like, well, what's stopping me from doing every state in the union? Exactly. So I, I'm just about done because like, you know, I've been going really slow. It's in between yeah. everything else I'm doing. And then I actually stopped fully. Like, that's why the podcast stopped once COVID hit. Yeah. It was different. Everybody else started a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> even more so. I would go into completely opposite. Um, but, um, I got I got three or four states left, and then nice. and then I can finally be like, all right, cool, like let's let's put these out, you know, because yeah. that's the other thing I didn't want to do too is like put out what I have so far, and then everybody starts coming up with their own ideas on, right. the, on the rest of them, which which would be cool. It'd be cool to get like get input. But you're from locking people. the whole game down. You're, you're like yeah. you're, you're putting them all out, so you, you got everything to lock right there. Yeah, yeah. Because even then, I was like, well, maybe when I'm done, just to create more of like a like a. Uh, a hype bubble yeah to like maybe do like west coast and then east coast and then the south and midwest like maybe do like certain ones but i'm like i don't want to i don't want to leave room for somebody to come in and be like oh i did this state you know because that's it but also i kind of it would have been nice to have maybe influence um like suggestions from people yeah like oh you thought about doing it this but actually this might work a little bit better but at the end of the day it's my design but the thing is though is like you could put your design out the way you want at first and then do and those other ones can come later second edition third edition the thing is you're putting out you're you're stamping it like this is my shit right here this is me this is what i'm doing now y'all can come over here and and come fuck with me (laughs) you know so it's like give me suggestions and and the suggestions would be cool because you can maybe like create a poll and get people like create that community where everybody's like you know voting on it and becoming more involved because when they become more involved they become more um more attached to the work yeah definitely Um, man Uh, you gotta get as many people involved in whatever projects you're doing that can but it's hard to get those people too because it's like you got to get the right people you got to get the people who are motivated who want to do it yeah and who are going to have the same vision or at least the same motivation as you because some you know i'll get i've got people who come in and they want to record music you know and it's like cool and it's like have you done any research on like counting your bars do you know the structure you know mm-hmm. the the choruses the pre-choruses the bridge yeah. the intro the outro whatever like there's so many things to think about and it's just like and that's just on your flow like yeah. it's like you want to become 
You wanna you are you gonna advertise your own stuff? Are you gonna get someone to market you? Like it's like there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff. But to it's it, it goes to show you what people how people view success. Yes. And successful. They think it's just boom. It just happens. It's, it happens just yeah. it's like no, dude. You haven't seen the years no. and years of all the work, all the work that goes into it. People yeah. just think, oh, I want to record a song. I'll come in here and just yeah, yeah. I'll record a song, right? You got a dope beat. You got this. You got that. Like let's go. Mm-hmm. It's like no, dude. You yep. have to put in time. Yeah. Time is the biggest factor these days. Yeah, dude. And that's why, like, when when people are young and they get into something that can become something later, I always, I'm always like, man, keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, you could be doing something and think it's just a hobby, but mm-hmm. it's not. It, it could be your life if you if you choose it to be and if you make it, you know, but, like, if you make it to be your life. Like, dude, I was in sixth grade or fifth grade. I remember I used to draw... You're in sixth grade and fifth grade, so you were 19. <laughs> yeah, right. I was. Uh, well, I was. In, I was in sixth grade. I was after fifth grade. I was going to sixth, and I remember, like, I think already in fifth grade, I was starting to get known for drawing. Yeah. Because I was just sitting my in my in my you know classroom, just sitting there. I wouldn't pay mm-hmm. attention. I draw most of my period, or or what before periods. It was just class, you know, the whole day. But I yeah. remember, um, you know, people next to me would always be watching what I'm doing. And they would ask me, you know, like, oh, can you draw me this? Can you draw me that? And I remember at one point I was drawing, like, um, the couples, whoever was dating whoever, you know, oh, fucking shit, yeah. Roberto and Gabriela or whatever. It's like you put the names and I put it old English. It was the gangsters. You know, we were all little Jesus shit, whatever. So, yeah. you know, we used to do old English. And then sometimes I might do a graffiti style one. But, like, it's like I was drawing them and I was giving them away. If I was smart, I would have been selling them for a dollar. Or a quarter something, or something. Yeah. Give me something. You know what I'm saying? But I was giving away all my stuff. And it's like, if I would have already started prepping my... If I would have thought to myself at that time, like, hey, well, you got a quarter? You got a pencil? You got something to give me for it? Something. Collateral. That would have been business already happening. And my I would have already been a young businessman in the training right there. But I wasn't. I was just an artist drawing. Yeah. And uh, now I think about it, I'm like, man. Like, I see kids who paint on rocks and they sell them on eBay, you know? <laughs> and they got money. They'd already been millionaires. I'm like, bro... This little kid's painting on rocks. This fool's like, what the hell, man? I was like, I'm over here drawing my notebook papers and shit. I could have picked up a rock and just painted on it and been slanging these things. But, you know, it's like, it's uh, you got to think outside the box sometimes, I guess. See it from a different point. You do. If you want to start, you know. You do, to, to, to if you want to make it business-wise. Because <clears throat> I, yeah. I had an experience, uh, was it yesterday? No, the day before. So I want I want to dive deeper into this on another podcast in yeah, the yeah. future, but dude, I could go on forever. We could just talk about random shit. No, we we will, we will. But I want to touch on that what yeah. you said, like selling, selling, like selling your work. Yeah. Um, because I I did uh, I did two grams of magic mushrooms yesterday, my first time. I've never <laughs> nice. done it. Really. And uh, dude, there was so much information coming in. But yeah. Basically, the main the what 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 I thought about right now when you said selling your work was um. Like these ideas were coming to me and I was like, oh, how can I capitalize on that? How can I do this? How can I do that? Mm-hmm. And then, but like whatever was feeding me this information was like, stop, stop. Don't worry about that, dude. Just yeah. experience it and 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 do do it for the love, you know, yeah. that type of stuff. Um, and I, and then another idea would come to me and say, oh man, how can I capitalize that? Or, or this, how, oh, how can I explain this on my podcast? And it's like, dude, stop. Yeah. And just enjoy the experience. Yeah. Be in the moment. You overthink stuff. And I'm too like, much okay, sometimes. okay, all right, yeah. all right, cool. And then I'm like, oh wow, oh man, I can't wait to talk about this on my podcast, dude. Yeah. Like I just kept getting knocked back down. Where it's like, dude, stop, stop, just stop yeah. and and be. And then that's when like, you know, like I thought about like all these enlightened people that are always just like 
just just be be yeah. in the moment live it is what it is don't explain don't try to explain stuff because sometimes it just it is what it is but yeah. well, again to, to lead it back <clears throat> to your story was you were doing it for the love you loved to, to do that so you didn't even think about yeah. like oh i can make money off of these people it's like nah yeah. man i love doing this and what you know you love my work here you go yeah it's like the thing is, I think a lot of people hold back on certain things because there's a certain rule that's in place or an unwritten rule that you follow. And we follow those rules and it holds us back as well. Like, think about hip hop. I've been watching a lot of the hip hop evolution and I've been tripping mm-hmm. out, like watching how it all started. Like, you know, like what? For the Neptunes, Pharrell wrote Rump Shaker back. All I want to do is a zoom, zoom. I never do that, dude. That's old school. Pharrell wrote that? Yeah, bro. That's old school. That's that's how long he was in the game, but you didn't see his face or you didn't really know about him until he started coming out with Jay-Z. But he was already doing stuff with people since way back. But, yeah. uh, you know, just seeing how, how these cats, um, they've been they've been doing some stuff for so long. And, you know, they were when they got into it, they just went for a talent show because they loved doing this stuff. And it was fun. And, you know, like it's like... Um, I was losing my track of what I was talking about, but like I'm trying to get back to the whole thing about like uh, um, not doing something like hip hop. Hip hop was uh, they talk about when when the rappers delight came out. The real hip hop heads didn't like rappers delight. No, no, no. that was uh, that was a novelty record. That was a fake. That was these were these weren't the dudes it in was, the streets it doing was it. The, it was the the record companies exactly getting this and even at least one or two of them had ghostwriters yeah. it wasn't even their lyrics yeah, it was they were, just, they they were, were the face the, yeah they were biting the rhymes from other dudes and stuff like that and some of them were just freestyling some of them were biting rhymes whatever but the thing is that how to actually get done so that it can bring out this hip hop that nobody that people didn't know about it is a cultural thing and it's like People don't want to sell it because they're like, no, you're fucking up with the culture now because you're selling yeah, it. You'll water it down. Yeah, you're watering it down. But the thing is, it's like, bro, like, like, I mean, do you want to keep working your shitty job all day and then have that that moment of to express in hip hop on the weekend, on the Sunday or whatever mm-hmm, at the park? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Or do you want to do this shit every day because it's fucking awesome and you yeah. like doing it every day? Well, then fucking, you know, we got to figure out a way to to put this shit out without offending the forefathers and stuff. Yeah. And, and, but we want to make, if you want people to live better then fucking, you know what? Bend your rules. Yeah. I understand you guys uh, don't want people, you know, certain things out mm-hmm. there or whatever, but you know, it's like, it, it, it could change somebody's life, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, and, it, and, it, and for the for better. Sure. And it's like, and that's the thing. It's like uh, music is everything. Art is everything. Uh, like when I wake up and I'm not in a good mood, it's usually because I don't have music playing and I got thoughts in my head of whatever stressful situations got coming out. I got this bill I got to pay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any clients or I do or I do have clients that I got to finish up work. Whatever the stress is, it's either you got too much work or you don't have enough. And it's like, or you, you have enough money, you don't have enough. And it's like, you know, those are all things that suck. And it's like when you're just wake up and I come to the studio now, I work on music, we're working on a podcast. You know, this is my mm-hmm. daily life now and it's pretty cool. And it's <laughs> only been like this for a few months because I had to get a job. I, was, I had a studio open for like a year. And then it got slow and I couldn't, I was starting to get backed up on payments. So I was like, okay, I got to get a job. So I got a job, finally caught up on everything, saved up my money. And then finally got to the point where I couldn't handle the job, the, the, you know, the three jobs I was doing. So I'm just doing the studio now. And then I do um, the radio station at the, at the, at the Did you college. see, did you see it, uh, an uptick in business when COVID hit? Uh, not right away. Um, well, not really, not at all. I could say because I mean, my, a lot of my business when I first started was DJing. Um, I was DJing uh, bars at the casino. But I mean, like the studio. Do you see more more time getting booked 
at not studio? right away. Uh, it did. It did start. I just started getting phone calls, like people interested. But um, like I get messages, hey, you guys open? What's your rates? This and that. And I was tripping out because I was like, oh damn, like people are at home Yo, coming you, up with you, ideas. You gotta, you gotta advertise. You gotta advertise yeah. it because, um, dude. When I told when you asked me like what we had at work, I was like, dude, we're sold out of interfaces, we're sold out of headphones, we're sold out of condensers, we're sold out of anything to do what you have here. Mm -hmm. Like we are sold out, dude. Like multiple stores, like companies are having issues, like restocking in general. Yeah. Um, people, like I said, everybody started a podcast. Like so that demand yeah. is still out there, it's up there. because. Um, you know we're, we're light on on gear so yeah so there's some people that that haven't been able to get their Damn, hands on bro it. that's interesting because i didn't think about that when well, i just bring that up holy shit like yeah like i mean the thing is too you got a bunch of people who are gonna get into podcasting but yet they're gonna they're gonna be struggling the first while trying to figure out how to work the equipment how to use yep. the doll how to how you can to even do like intro classes dude yeah. like just just podcasting 101 podcasting oh, podcast podcast recording because then if people think podcasting you might oh you're going to teach me how to like where to upload and where all that it's like no nah, no nah, i'm just yeah. going to tell you how to record all right mm -hmm. really all that, all that stuff is that's thing. actually something that i want to do and i haven't really promoted it but i want to do uh well i do offer lessons but my lessons aren't your typical normal lessons where i'm not going to show you a bunch of sheet music and stuff because most people honestly most musicians don't even know, know sheet music and unless you want to like i'm one of them yeah, I want them too. Like, I mean, I could read a little bit, a little, little bit, but I'm not, you know, I can't, yeah, I got to sit there for a good while. Like, okay, this is a, this is whatever. Yeah. yeah I got to figure it out. But it's like, it could be possible. It could be done, but it's more work. I, I could just write a song and real quick, you know, but, um, with just knowing the chords, you know, it's like, all you got to yeah. know is the chords. But you, you can always at that point, just hire somebody to transcribe it for you. <laughs> exactly. Or you just use the software or whatever, you know, if you're yeah. doing all MIDI shit, but like, yeah, um, true. or, you know, I don't know. I haven't delved into the, the other one where it probably just reads your, your acoustic songs or whatever. And it'll check you out or tell you what notes you're on and all that stuff. Damn, and I didn't know that was out there. I'm sure, you know what? There's some stuff I'm still learning myself because like there's, there's certain, um, tools that i didn't need to use before but now that there's some clients that come in that i need it for them or whatever so it's like i'm starting to gotcha really uh really flex more of my uh what do you call it um not flex but work more of my knowledge to try to figure out like mm -hmm. how things work how to make this better um because i mean i've always been doing i've always been i've always been uh started off doing just beats and stuff like that but then once i started doing more instrumentation it's like now i'm, I'm adding a whole nother it thing to it and i gotta make that instrument sound good because you know that mic might not pick it up so well or it might yeah. be bassy depending on where i placed it so it's like you now you start messing more now I'm messing more with all the techniques you know that i've always learned that i learned but i never put into use you yeah know? you never had a, f a full reason to utilize them exactly so now it's like like when someone comes in here and they're like hey man can we like, go direct and then also mic it up yeah cool why don't we put a dynamic and a condenser and then you know let's blend this or whatever and then actually one of the dudes i'm working with was telling me some of the things that one of the engineers he was working with that he does several mics and then he might pan one this way and he runs it through some effect and then pans it this way and i'm like holy shit bro i never thought about that but that's awesome yeah but there's like i mean when i went to school they show you the way to do things but that doesn't mean you have to necessarily always do it that way by the book yeah, you yeah. can uh, you do it the way you want to and uh it's funny because i always remember rodrigo bought this book uh shout outs to rodrigo uh you know uh when we were working at gc uh mix mixing with your mind okay i don't know if you ever saw he was had that book but uh-uh him, I think Kyle, Kyle had the book, and uh, I think Kyle had it first and told Rodrigo. I don't know how it went, but anyways, either way, Rodrigo had the book. He's telling me about how he had, how he was reading about how um, the dude with the book, uh, the author, 
He was saying, to get a good sound, find a sweet spot in your room, get your speaker, play some music, and walk around the room to figure out where that sweet spot is, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, have, you know, stand in the middle and have someone walk around with the speaker and try to figure it out. Dude, when I, he told me that, I went home and did that shit, dude. And right away, I, I felt the difference, you know? And yeah. mainly the big difference is, like, if you put it somewhere in the corner, you're going to hear that bass more, you know? And it's yeah, like the yep, same yep, thing. Yep. You, you cover your phone, you cup your phone. Because bass goes all every way. Mm-hmm. It's all, uh, yeah, it's all around. So you got to, yeah, it's, it's, uh, so you got to, so you got to make it just direct towards you. So, like, it's funny, like, I put the drum set in the corner over here, and people are like, man, these drums sound dumb. Like, yeah, it's because of that corner right there, bro. It's like, but, you know, it's Good like you, you figure out, you know, the the sweet spot so you can hear that bass. Like, oh, man, I don't really hear the bass over here. Let me put it over here. Oh, I can hear it down better. Yeah. But, you know. Well, that's also the reason why the cops get called at on you when, <laughs> when, uh, when you're having a party and some of the DJing. Right. And as soon as you bring in that that B subwoofer, that's when the cops get yeah. called. The, the, the speakers, the regular speakers, no, yeah, it's a little good. loud. But yeah. what what bleeds through is gonna be that, that low end. Like, in that low end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that shit rumbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember we uh, we had a few jam sessions with uh, Tim Holine. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, he was uh, you know the producer and uh, he was playing drums for us for a bit and. Uh, I remember we rented out. He rented out the KW one eighty one. Oh yeah. And we had we had already jammed there like like two times, and no, no problem. But as soon as we rented out that KW one eighty one, and we played for maybe like twenty five minutes, like knocking at the door, boom boom boom. And of course we couldn't hear him, so they were like banging, and we're oh, like, shit. oh hi. Like yeah, we got a noise complaint. Oh man! And even the cop said he's all it's it's the bass. He's like yeah. He's like you that. You just that gotta cut just that out. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like we had it. We had to cut it down just a little Dude, bit. Dude, oh my gosh! When I worked at GC, I remember one of my, one of my regulars that would come in here once in a while. He um he played in some Latin uh, band and he invited me out because I told him I I think I told him I had a cajon or something. And he wanted me to go out there and take the cajon. I'm like okay. And then, so, I think I just, I didn't even take the cajon. I think I took the bongos or something, and I just, like... People don't know what a cajon is. Oh, okay. It's a wooden box. I got one over in the corner. That you <laughs> sit on, yeah. <laughs> you sit on. You sit on, and you hit it, so it mimics a drum. So it's like an acoustic, if you're watching an acoustic setting, an acoustic show, yeah. the, and the drummer is usually playing the cajon, mm-hmm. where if you hit it lower, it gives you that kick sound, and at the top, it's more of a snappy. Sometimes they got snares in them that gives you that snare sound, right. and it's ported in the back. Uh, or there's a hole somewhere to let the air escape. Right. But uh, it, it's it's a fun instrument if you're thinking about picking up drums. Um, Holler at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to guitar pick center. A, pick up your cajones. Cajones. At guitar center. Oh, I saw that one. I saw that one cajon you posted. That with oh, the, with the yeah, little slots. Dude, the Bro, slots. tell me. Actually, I look about it now. It's probably one of these. <laughs> it's probably like that. Yeah. But it was funny. It um, was pretty dope, though. But yeah, if you're thinking about picking up drums and want to kind of get like an intro course or like just like a stripped down version of it, a cajon is a really good instrument. Yeah. And get. I got one here. So if you guys want to learn how to play one, he'll come give you a lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do a lesson on the cajon. But uh, damn, that's my train of thought. We're, we're getting to on that one. <laughs> you had mentioned cajon. <laughs> um, that some guy wanted track. you to play. You, you had a cajon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, the the dude want me to play so i showed up and then like uh man this, this is like a small little venue like a, like a restaurant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. these dudes had a stage and they had a huge band i'm like holy crap like what the fuck you want me to cajon you got a full band bro like i was thinking you know just cajon and acoustic or something mm-hmm. but he um he had a full band so i'm like what am i even doing here and then uh but holy shit dude they had four kw181s Ooh. dude i'm telling you man the frequencies were nuts in there. I couldn't stay in there too long. I don't know how people could stay in there. And I'm like, dude, like, does the owner not realize that, like, he probably don't have this place packed because of the frequencies, dog. It's like, it's so disturbing. Like, you can't, 
Oh, it's over the top. It's over the top. Like someone could probably have a panic attack or anxiety because of it. Because I was like, I was, I was like, holy shit, dude! It was so much. Like the bass was nuts, bro. And I don't even know like how the how the engineer, whoever was running the sound, like bro, like well, the, no, because people and Mexicans like ourselves in general just just want it bumping. Blasted. Yeah, they bumping just want blast it. They don't even like, care how they start it. It's all fucking it just, needs to hit, yeah. you know, and it's like, no, man, there's, like, you got to worry about fidelity. Yeah, you know? it's got to sound soothing, yeah. at least something, man. But it's like, and it's funny because I remember uh, when when Will he was doing the repairs. Shout out to Will. If I uh, do a lot of shout outs tonight, tonight. A lot of shout outs tonight. All the cats hey, we used to work with. If, if you don't get shouted out, don't be offended. All right? I know, don't be offended, y'all. But uh, yeah, um, Will, I remember when he was working uh, right there doing the um, repairs. I came up to him one time, I'm like, man, he was working on my guitar, I think, and I'm like, bro, I was like, it's crazy how back in the days the music was so, like, relaxing. I go, like, you, you bump some oldies, it's chill. I go, nowadays it's just different. He's all like, well, that's because of frequencies. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's just like, well, the guitars are tuned to a different frequency, you know? He's like, now they're tuned to, like, what, it was it 440? Oh, we're touching it? Yeah, 440. 440, and yeah. then before it used to be, like, uh, 432 or something? Um, Well, yeah, we... I. We talked about it a little bit on on the last on the last on last, last podcast. Ones? It's it's a little bit of a conspiracy theory. Is it? Yeah, because um, I need to know more on this, bro. Because I've been I, I'm like slowly learning on this yeah. shit. So apparently, uh, most most if not all Western music is tuned to 440A A440, um, which produces a certain frequency, which is what we're used to. Yeah. But Eastern music, or what some people tell you that resonates more with our body and wellness and nature in itself, mm-hmm. is 432. That's the one I like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense, because yeah. if, if you, there's like little graphs, like they'll either do it with water or sand or fire, just something that, yeah, that yeah. Will, will be affected by the sound waves. Right. If you put it at 440, it's like moving around. It's like, oh, blah, blah. but if you put it at 432, it moves geometrically. Oh, is so there a video like, on this? Yeah. I got to oh, look yeah, that yeah. up, bro. Because yeah. um, we'll honestly, that. yeah, that's cool. Because um, I never, I didn't know that. See? So the thing is that um, people feel conspiracy. <laughs> the We're going down a rabbit hole right now. <laughs> they feel that, that by changing it from 432 to 440, it doesn't quite mesh well with your body so you're never like fully relaxed and and you're kind of agitated and and they're controlling us in some yeah, yeah, way yeah. with with the frequencies right yeah yeah yep. that's uh well see it's funny that you the whole conspiracy thing because um i i mentioned this to a few people guitarists when they come in like they're tuning their guitar and then i just throw that out there you know just to see who knows who knows this yeah. or whatever Make conversation, I guess. And one of the guys I had in here last time, I was talking about it. And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, dude, actually, he's just like, he knew about it. I'm like, oh, you know about that? He's like, yeah, dude. He's all, the Nazis actually kind of put that into into uh, the whole thing. And I go, yeah. oh, really? And I go, I didn't know that. And then I'm like, it's all making sense a little bit more. But I understand the conspiracy theory. You see, though? Like, it's just like, okay. Well, you if, know. if you think something, you know, if you want to attribute something really bad in the world, like, you usually say, oh, the Nazis came up with it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's just like the quick, like, oh, yeah, the Nazis came up with it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I haven't researched it. I haven't looked into it. So don't take my word for it. I'm not, you know, but this is just conversations that yeah. we have, you know. But, yeah, uh, I guess I, I, I would like to look at more into it. But, I mean. 
it's got me thinking already. Like I want to record my guitars in you know 432 now. Yeah, yeah. Because I want I want to put out music that's relaxing. I don't want to put out anything that's gonna make anybody stress out or anything or you know it's crazy man anxiety is nuts bro i never no. yeah it's, it's it's a crazy thing i didn't experience that until a couple a few years ago but it's a real thing people <laughs> it, it for sure it's it's real and um <clears throat> you know people will sweep it under the rug yeah even if they're experiencing themselves because they're like yeah. well, what's what's wrong with me yeah. what am i what do i gotta do to get under control and it's like honestly man like Yo, my hat's off to people that are just trying to push joy and happiness in the world and, yeah. and you know, not taking themselves too serious, you know, but just, just putting off good vibes, man, because, man, the world is fucking hard, It's hard, man. bro. It's hard to stay positive, especially stressful. right now. Especially yeah. right now, man. It's hard to stay positive. And I was having a conversation with a friend the other day who was telling me, you know, we, we when I was working at the call center, I met this dude, and um, he and I don't work at the call center no more, and he still does, and then he was like, he was telling me, you know, he was having a bad day one day, mm-hmm. and he was just like, man, he's like, I was stressing out about, about a bunch of stuff. He's like, and it was making me in a bad mood. He's like, and it was getting me stressed out. I was mad. I wasn't happy. I was mm-hmm. just, you know, I was, I was drawing stuff that was also negative. He's all, and then I thought, you know, because he, he draws and stuff, and he's like, and then so I stopped that. He's also, I started draw, drawing good vibes, drawing, you know, stuff to make me happy. He's all yeah. like, and it, he's all, I thought about, he's, he told me, he's all, I thought about you. He's all because I was telling him, I go, man, I got so stressed out. And then, you know, it's like it, I had to quit, you know. And he's like, he's like, I didn't want to stress myself out to that point where I had to quit. Yeah. He's also, I have to, you know, he, he's got to he's gotta keep working his job. So he's like, I got to stay positive. So he started making, you know, drawing stuff. And he said it changed. He's like, he started feeling better. He started feeling more positive. And I'm like, dude, whatever you got to do, you got to do it to make, to get, lift yourself up. Yeah. And, you know, and I just had a conversation with a friend. Uh, I've had conversation with lots of friends, but anyways, beautiful, you know, like uh, who who's down, man. He's just down, and I see him hurting. And I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, what can I do to help? And I, I'm I'm over here trying to talk to him, and it's hard because you know you can only talk, and it's, it depends on how they take it, yeah. if they soak it up or not. But I was telling him, bro. I go, I understand you're at a point right now where you're down, and it's like you're crying, and you gotta let that shit out, and that's good. Let it out, cry. Because once you let it out, and you cried, and you fucking you let all that shit out. Yeah. Now it's time to say, okay. Think about this. What the fuck have I done? I've done so much. And I kept reminding him, bro, I'm like, you're so good. You work hard. You're, you're great at this and that. And, you know, you got to remind yourself all the great things you have done. After you thought about what a shitty position you're in, whoever told you whatever they said to make you feel bad, or if you're just doing it to yourself, whatever it is, you know, you feel down, you feel low. But think about that, you, that you're that you still breathing. You're still alive. There's yeah. still hope. You can still keep going. It's all up to you, but you got to shake off whatever yep. negativity that's holding you back at you, the moment. You have to acknowledge it. That's yeah. the thing. Acknowledge like, it. Um, I wish I could get better at meditation and do it more often than Dude, I do. Dude, meditation but, is beautiful, and I wish I could yeah. do more of it because uh, I'm so busy sometimes I don't take the time, but yeah. You have to. You, you have to. And I'm, I'm speaking to myself right now. Like, I have to because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't enough, man. I can't tell you the last time I really meditated, but... Um, you know, you're supposed to empty your mind, yeah. right? But your mind. the way the way you don't the way you do that is is you you're because you're gonna get a thought, man. Something's the car's gonna go by, mm-hmm. your phone might you might have forgot to put it on, you know, silent or whatever. It's gonna ring, and you're gonna be like, oh, I got a thought. Oh, fuck, man, get get all angry. It's like nah, like or 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 if a sound if a thought comes in, you're like, get away, get away. It's like no, no. What you do is you acknowledge that thought. You yep. said. You know, if I say I'm meditating and be like, if I was meditating earlier today and be like, oh, I got that podcast with Beto. I'm like, I wouldn't say like, oh, don't think about that. And I would say, I would say, I acknowledge and be like, okay, there's my thought about the podcast now. Okay. Now, go, <laughs> now, now, now go away. Not yeah. just like pull it off. So you have to acknowledge 
you, you, your stress. You yeah. can't just say, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, exactly. you have to, you have be to acknowledge like, it. I'm having a stressful moment right now. Yeah. Let me soak that in a little bit. And then, like you said, cry, let it out. And that allows you to be able to heal from it. Because if you just shove it down, a motherfucker's going to come back up, you know, <laughs> you, you're at well, the, you keep, you, and you're going to unload on the cash register exactly, or something. Exactly, yeah. It's like, it's like you're in a volcano at that moment. You're just yeah. under pressure and you're going to blow up at any moment. Mm-hmm. And that actually happened, you know, that's actually happened, you know, with, with me where I'm working with, with, with somebody and it's just like, uh, or a few people and it's just like there's so much going on and I'm like, okay, I need a moment to just step outside. Let me go out here and pray for a minute, meditate and, you know, do yep. my thing. And it's like, and I'm not a big church person. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't go to church, but I still pray and I still give thanks and I still, you know, Good. have some faith still left. I actually lost my faith, uh, you know, when I was in Phoenix, actually, I was like, you know, I was like, uh, now I started doing these conspiracy theories, watching a bunch of videos. You know what I'm saying? You start, you want to learn about things, but you, you don't know, you know, you, you kind of get, people put these things in front of you and now you got to make a decision. Like, do you believe this or that? Or what are you going to go with? What makes more sense? Whatever it is, but yeah, like, and you can just say, "Hey, this makes most sense to me right now, and this is what I'm. This is this is helping me out to be a positive person, right? So that's that's this is what I'm choosing. Whatever to, like, helps me more positive and be better. That's yeah. what I'm like. Let's do it. And like, well, when I moved back to from Phoenix to Yuma, it was because I couldn't stay over there no more. I needed to be around family. I was stressed out. Like I had uh, there was a lot of changes in my life going on that caused me to stress myself out, and I and I couldn't be you know I couldn't be out there no more. I had to be around family. And then when I came back, um, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. I was really messed up. Like I, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat well. I was losing weight. I was. I was. It was terrible, man. For like probably like almost two, three weeks. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, what do you call? It? I remember my mom was just like she would always tell me if I wasn't feeling good, I couldn't sleep. Whatever, just pray, just pray. So I would pray, you know, and then I I forgot my prayers, you know. So like I had to like remember I had a Google search. I mean, you know, I was like and I started. Uh, Cause I was like, man, I got like halfway through it. I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't remember the rest of this prayer. So I, I, I started praying, and it actually helped. And it actually, I would go to sleep good sometimes. You know, I would pray mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then one time, I was talking to my mom about you know like the meditation thing. I go, yeah, I started doing meditation, and it's really helped out because someone told me, you know, meditate, control your breathing when you start feeling panicky mm-hmm. and anxiety. Breathing and, is everything. Yeah, breathing man. is everything, man. People breathe. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> and, and breathing through your nose. Like. Breathing through your mu- nose. I, I usually breathe in through my nose and out my mouth. Usually, kind of do a little circular thing yeah. going there, but that's how I do it. Um, but uh, anyways, like, and I told my mom about meditation, and then she goes, she goes, well, yeah. She goes, you know, she's all like, it all goes in hand in hand because she was she was reading some stuff and doing her own yeah. research, and she goes, what you gotta do is, she's all from what I've learned. She's always you gotta pray. You know, to to give your thanks, to ask for the guidance, to whatever it is that you're praying for, and then when you when you, after you pray, you meditate and you yeah. sit there and you breathe and you breathe and when you're breathing and you're Ooh. meditating, gives me chills, bro. It's perfect. That's when your ideas come. That's where your guidance comes in. Yeah. You're asking the Lord for guidance. You're asking the universe for guidance. I'm sorry, yeah. whoever whoever you're praying to or the universe, whatever it is you're praying to, you know, you're asking for the guidance. Your angels, your you know, your ancestors, you know, and then when you're meditating, that's when they're they're coming in and letting you know this is what you gotta do. You get that vision, and then you're like, and it's and it's uh, it's happened. I think a, a little bit with me, but not fully to where I've got a big vision. But I kind of like yeah. it relaxed me to the point, and that's why I want to do more meditation because I want to get those ideas to come into me. But you get those when you clear your mind, Man. and and then those thoughts kind of flow in, and then you're like. Boom, light bulbs start going off and, then, and you're just like you start to see things differently, you know? You do. You do. It's it's and that's that's like that's 
what I experienced on Friday when I did <laughs> the mushrooms. Have you ever have you ever done? Uh, I did them before, but not big. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I just did like a stem or something, so it didn't hit me hard. Oh, I just gotcha. did it. I felt it. I felt the effects, but not fully. And I haven't done it fully. And I actually, I could have, I could have, but uh, at one point, but I was at the time when I was dealing with my anxiety. Yeah. And my friend was like, actually, that oh, might yeah. actually help for that. But it, I didn't want to. I didn't want to yeah. delve into that. No, yet. It, it will help because for I can't say it will, but most likely it would help. Because it would allow you, I think, to tackle what you're dealing with head on, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be scary because you're not you're not in like the right spot with all your anxiety. Right. So you know, if you come into it happy, then you're gonna you're usually gonna happy. be happy. But I think where you learn the most yeah. though is like people. It's like, oh, I had a bad trip. Yeah. But when I talk to certain people that you know have a good outlook, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, it was a bad trip, but. That's yeah. what I needed. Yeah. That's what I needed. I needed to purge all. I needed to actually experience all that. And, and again, acknowledge it, feel yeah. it, cry it out. And then you're able to rebuild back up clean. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's you, you got to be careful. It's just like yeah. anything else, man. You, you you can't just treat it nonchalant. Yeah. You, you, you definitely want to be, be with someone who's already experienced it. Okay. At least guide you. You want you want to be like, you know, uh, don't do it by yourself. Maybe. <laughs> I unless, unless you know unless you feel that confident but you know you yeah, definitely want to be around someone who's gonna be positive who's gonna yeah. keep you feeling good and you're gonna have a good you know good feel and it's like and you know some people you know they might think of it as a bad thing but it's like nah man it's like these are natural things that we're doing that you Not know only that but like it's really it's really in my opinion that's where religions come from yeah. or from these experiences yeah. the natives have peyote spiritual um, stuff in dude. South America yeah. you have ayahuasca um you mean there's the toad dude there's... i was just talking to the, the toads are wild out here bro i don't know I, I was just talking to my boy and he was like he's like man he's like you heard of dmt i'm like yeah i heard joe rogan be doing that shit you know and he's like yeah i was like it's like the out-of-body experience thing he's like yeah he's like you know the, the toads that they get it from they're out here in, in yuba and i'm like you serious and he's like yeah bro he's like i saw a whole thing on youtube or something what? and he's like yeah we're going down to sunny yuma arizona where we're gonna find these toads and they and they find these toads and they take out the like poison the poison it's literally and, poison and uh yeah they take out the poison and he's and he says like if you find like a three-year-old toad that's a virgin toad i guess like you get a lot and then and then like they you know they um they people trip out and it's just like yeah and i'm like bro it's crazy like the toads i'm like the ones that you see everywhere and you just kind of kick them away when you're fishing and shit you're just like you know you can teach me about the universe i know it's like let me lick you <laughs> dude <laughs> no dude, dude the only thing i say i'm a big i'm a big advocate for for you know mar- even though i don't partake in marijuana i'm a big mm-hmm. advocate i would say it's 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 good yeah. if your intention is to use it for good. Um, <clears throat> all the psychedelics, mm-hmm. like that's it. I mean, there's if you do research right now on MDMA, LSD, psilocybin mushrooms, on what it's doing right now for a lot of veterans dealing with PTSD and people dealing with depression, all that, it's amazing. And it's, you know, you treat it like coffee. You know, you're, you're not freaking downing mm-hmm. coffee left and right no right. You'll, you'll have one one yeah. in the morning if you're if you're into something heavy then maybe do something in the afternoon to get you yeah. through it you know but it's you literally treat it like this everything everything you do has its limits that you have to keep you know like you you can't we need the sun if you're out in the sun yeah. for too long you'll get, you get skin burnt. cancer exactly you get skin cancer you get burnt it's not anything too much of anything is not good so mm-hmm. it's like you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of stoners, a lot of people who love smoking, and that's awesome, but it's like, also, if you're not being productive and you're not getting shit done, 
then maybe you need to tone it down. Maybe maybe don't start your day off with a wake and bake and wait till the evening to smoke because you're gonna wake up and you get shit done and it's mm-hmm, like you're gonna mm-hmm. move forward. But like if I mean if you can wake up and smoke and get shit done, then cool. Then More cool. power to you. Good doing. But the thing is, bro, is like I was a big stoner before where I was like smoking in the morning, smoking all day. Like I would wake mm-hmm. up, you know, for that four o'clock in the morning piss or whatever, and you smoke a bowl too, go back to bed. Like that, and a lot of people know about that. You know who you are, but yeah. like, you know it's like you 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 get into that routine where you smoke so much, yeah. and it got to the point where I couldn't eat unless I smoked. And oh, like when shit. I would come down to visit, like I would come visit, and then like I would like have my morning breakfast with the fam, and then I dip out because I wanted to get back because I wouldn't be I wouldn't I didn't feel like my uh, I was dependent on it. You were dependent, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I would tell people again, it's it's like I had this conversation with my mom yeah. today. Um, it's not you don't get dependent. Your body doesn't get hooked to it. it. Your your body doesn't, but it's it's the the THC that you create on your own. Your body creates is no longer creating it because you're shoveling yeah. it in. Yeah. So now it's like you're not naturally creating that THC because you have THC in you already and all that other stuff. <laughs> but there's certain levels, and then yeah. now you're pushing it in. Now your body's not creating it, and then so it's like. It's like bodybuilders um, when they take testosterone. Yeah, yeah. Same and thing. I didn't want to. I didn't. I wanted to quit because I noticed that. I noticed that I was like, man, I couldn't go out of town, and I would lose my appetite. And then I would make it through, you know, because if I didn't have anything to smoke, but I wouldn't be eating right. I wouldn't, and it would fuck me up because I wasn't hungry, you know. And then, and then a friend of mine, my roommate, uh, he would do the same thing, and he and he, I told him, I go, hey, bro, like you can't eat without smoking huh and he's like nah, i gotta smoke and i'm like that's that's the thing bro it's like we we depend on it you know like we have to smoke and then we eat and then one time i came down to visit my cousin uh he was like you want to smoke i'm like yeah and he made himself a meal first and i'm like i'm gonna smoke yeah, i'm gonna eat real quick all right cool and then he ate and i'm like dude i usually smoke and then i eat and he's like oh no and then i was telling you know telling him like man i always gotta smoke before i eat and I'm like i'm like otherwise i can't eat and they're like no nah, you gotta you gotta smoke after you eat because if you do that then you're gonna have to do it every time you know uh-huh. and then like uh and it's funny because i asked a lot of people who when i when i know someone who smokes a lot i mm-hmm. asked them you know like do you have to smoke bef- before you eat and they go like yeah and I, another question i ask them is like do you have dreams and a lot of them tell me no or mm-hmm. yes but i'm like i never had dreams because i would and my cousin she's a nurse and she'd be like you do you were so sedated all the time you wouldn't have dreams you don't you don't actually get people think it's like oh i need weed to sleep yeah but you actually you don't. don't get the the good REM sleep, yeah, because your body is processing this. Yeah, dude, when I stopped smoking and I started having dreams again, it was Ooh, scary. Whoa, yeah. Well, I had quit. I had quit because well, the whole anxiety hit when I when yeah. I was uh, when I had that moment, and I got a panic attack. Uh, I was faded at the time, and I was washing my face, trying to like sober up, and I was tripping out. And then after everything calmed down, I went back to normal. Later on, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna smoke a bowl. Smoked a bowl and I started getting anxiety again. And then I'm like, holy shit, I can't smoke right now. I'm getting anxiety for yeah. something happened, some chemical imbalance. I don't know what the fuck to this day. Something happened to me where I couldn't smoke anymore and it was giving me anxiety. And, I, and that's what fucked me up. That's when I moved back because I was just like, okay, I can't sleep. I can't eat. I'm just, I just need to go be with family. So I came back. Finally, it took me a while, man. Like I was, I was going through withdrawals, I guess, you know, I wasn't smoke. I wasn't uh, eating. I wasn't sleeping. I couldn't sleep right. I was waking up in cold sweats. It was bad, man. It was Damn. pretty bad. Like it was bad, and uh, and I was like, dude, this is is this like stress and weed or is this all the weed? I don't know what it is, but it's like that's when I was like, man, like the bud had a hold of me bad, you know, and yeah. um, and then everyone I know was tripping out, like, wait, well, you ain't smoking no more, you ain't smoking no more, because everybody knew me as a smoker, you know, and I was just yeah. like, nah, man, and they're just like tripping out, and then um, I slowly started smoking again, but then I would feel it, and I was like, oh, I can't do this, you know. 
but because I, I was still all stressed out and I would overthink stuff. And then, um, had you taken a second to process all that though? Hmm? Had you taken a second to like process like what you had gone through? Uh, yeah, I guess like, uh, because when I moved back, I was just, I didn't work for a while. I was just, you know, uh, I was just, I kind of came back and then I was trying to save up money to buy a house when I was in Phoenix. So when I came back and I wasn't feeling good, I was, I was down here in downtown and I seen this place was for rent and it was a, it was affordable. And I was like, okay, I got some money saved up. I got, you know, fuck it. Let's, let's open up a studio and see what happens. So then I opened up the studio and I was still dealing with my anxiety, but it was cool because I wasn't, I wasn't around a lot of people and I wouldn't really get anxiety. I know some people get anxiety when they're in a crowded place. Like some people go to Walmart, they get anxiety, you know, because there's a bunch of people around. I wouldn't get anxiety like that. It was weird. It was like, it was like, I didn't want to be doing this job. I didn't want to be here. It was weird. Like, I didn't want to hear this. I didn't want to, I was doing telemarketing. People were talking to me, being nice. And I was being I was getting anxious and I just wanted to get off the phone. I didn't want to deal with them. Like I got, mm-hmm. I got too many ideas going on that I want to push and I want to do. I can't sit here and take your orders on the phone all day because yeah. I'm just like, I mean, if you're the type of person that, you know, you're happy just going to your job and getting your work done, coming home and, you know, doing whatever you do. Cool, man. But I'm not like that. I gotta, I gotta keep doing stuff. I gotta be drawing. I gotta be doing music. I gotta be having fun. Yeah. Uh, I just, I feel miserable when I'm stuck at a place. And I mean, Guitar Center was one of those places that I loved. I loved it. I loved it. It's a love-hate relationship. You know, it's like you love being there. You love the people you work with. It's mm-hmm. awesome. But then the corporate side of it where it's like you got to make these numbers. You got to push this uh, insurance. You got to do that. That's the shit that sucked. And then when people are haggling you, being understaffed, all that stuff that happens with all the businesses, you know, corporate. Yeah, everywhere. It's yep. like they got to cut stuff here and there. And then it's like and then you, you're the worker. You're the one that gets the shit shitty end. You know, you got to no. pick up the slack here. You got to yep. do that. And it's a bitch, I man. I feel you, man. Yeah. And I remember those days, man. That shit sucked. I used to hate. You know, like I used to love being at work being with the people i was with but then at the same time it's like it would stress the fuck out of you because of the way shit was being ran and i always wanted it i always felt like whenever i did like when i worked at jobs and i would try to put my input like hey man we should try this you know because it might make things better or smoother or whatever and it's just kind of like well they don't have you, whoever you're talking to doesn't have to make the decision and whoever they talk to is going to make the decision and it's the person above them that's going to make the decision so it's like by the time it gets to them don't even bother ask, you know, telling your opinion because they're not going to do it. Yeah. You know, so I was always like, man, I just got to work for myself because that's the only way I'm going to be happy. Like, I can't deal with this. I see people so stressed out at their jobs and they hate it. And everyone that does it, I'm like, well, what do you like to do? I don't know. Well, what's your hobby? I don't yeah. know. Well, do you like to cook? Fucking draw? What is it? Like, figure it out and do something with yeah. it. Because, I mean, I can't tell you. I can't fucking give you something to do. But it's like, you know, figure it out for yourself. Like, yep. mm-hmm. do you like to cook? would you mind cooking all day and selling it well fucking cook and sell all day you know like oh man right now uh there's this dude uh another shout out is coming another uh this dude uh teasy uh big teasy <laughs> he's uh he's got he's got cheesecakes out here i don't know if you've heard of him you should actually make a podcast with that guy yeah because he's uh he's inspirational man he's he's got a detailing company where he does uh cars, cars and stuff yeah but he started doing cheesecakes when the whole covid hit and he yeah. started selling like he, i think he had to like put his car wash business on hold for a little bit but he started doing cheesecakes and he started slanging these things, man. And it was like late nights too, like 10 p.m. He would be like, I'm going to be out here at 10 o'clock or some shit, I think. And it was like, and I would always be like, man, I kind of want to try one of these cheesecakes. But it's like, you know, you got to catch him at the right time. You got to be on the social media, see what he's doing and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to be following. And um, and I, t- I just hit him up the other day. Like, bro, I got to go try these fucking cheesecakes. It looks so good. But he just opened up a spot now. He's got a whole Whoa. location. But it started during COVID. 
So, I mean, dude, businesses are closing during COVID, but there's opportunity still. There's always opportunity. Yeah, always. And then, I mean, especially everyone's getting their fucking stimulus checks right now. You see, I'm, I've been seeing business coming in because like, it's like, oh, someone got their check because they hit me up. Like, yo, can I record, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like, anyways, TZ started putting out these pictures of his, his cheesecakes. People are like, cool. He starts slanging them. Next thing you know, people are putting out like, hey, try this, try that. So now he's doing different flavors. And uh, all of a sudden he's posting, he's got like 100 cheesecakes and he's selling out. You know, and it's wow. like, bro, you got a hundred cheesecakes and you sold out. You made a good day, and mm-hmm. that's every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, if if you're not getting inspired by that, and you're a cook at home, and you and you're miserable with your life, then I don't know what to tell you, bro. Because this guy's doing just and, cheesecakes. And, and He's not even having people, a yeah. But some people will see that and be like, oh, why is he? Why is he doing good? Oh, instead of, be instead of, instead of be taking haters, yeah. inspiration, yeah. you know. There's inspiration to be had all over the place, man. Yeah. But some people aren't in that in that position to yeah. uh, mentally to be like, wow. Instead, they're like, oh, this guy. Why is this guy doing so good? Yeah. You know. And it's like, some people are, aren't going to be happy for you, and they're gonna they're 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 gonna they wish they could have done that or they could have came up with that idea. The thing is, man, you can still do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if, dude, one thing one thing when I moved back to Yuma, I noticed a fucking huge difference. Barber shops, bro. Barber shops all over this motherfucking town. And like uh my boy uh Polly from the Gents Barbershop, shout out. <laughs> my boy Polly got uh the Gents Barbershop and at the time he was at Antonio's barbershop and having to be and he was doing he was just working there and he um they had a barber college going on there, they still do they, where they train, you know, barbers. And um and so we I go in there sometimes and there's a bunch of dudes, you know, some cats I already knew, some cats that I got to know. But all these cats now, after graduation, boom, they open up their barbershops here and there. I come back, and the homie George got his barbershop. Polly's got his barbershop. Uh, homie uh, Omar, he's got the barbershop. And it's like, but these guys are all making good money. They're all they're all in business right now, and they're all yeah. doing good. So it's like there's there's still, you know, there's business yeah. in town. There's the, yeah. You can open up another. It's like, okay, you see someone open up a, a shop that you wanted to open. Fuck it, open it up, bro. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I opened up here. Before I opened up here, there was another, there's another studio in town. Um, and I was like, okay, they got their studio. They've been open for a while, so it's possible to keep this place open, you know, uh, to keep a studio open. And then there was another studio right here in downtown. I think they closed down when I moved in. They had just closed down a little bit before I moved in. And then um, later on, uh, Precision Tune opened up, and um, they're they're over there on the other side of town. And then, you know, people don't t- tell me, you know, like, oh, you got there's another studio, too, that opened up. You know, there's, there's a couple studios now. I'm like, oh, yeah, and they're like, oh, competition. I'm like... Honestly, bro, we can all work together and make money. Like I'm Plenty like to go around. Yeah, exactly. I'm like I'm like, you know, um there's there's always something that someone else could bring to the table no matter what. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I was over there at Precision Tune the other day doing some tracking, doing some keyboard stuff for uh one of his you know, one of his clients and you know, it's it's uh it's all uh, like if he needs someone to come in or he needs me for anything, he can hit me up. If I mm-hmm. need him for anything, like if I gotta come in here and do some production work and maybe I just need an engineer, I can holler at him, hey man, I just need you to come in here and engineer or whatever, or we'll go to his studio and, and you know, whatever it is. But there's ways to make things happen. I got another homie, uh they got a studio up in Somerton yeah. and they got, you know, like there's another guy who there's a few studios in town actually, but a lot of these cats have their their stuff at home and some of these people have different equipment that can you know be used yeah. and it's like uh right now i'm actually in the process because i was talking to my boys in uh from summerton and they've got another homie that's got his studio over here like they they got um some really nice stuff and and you know some good gear and uh 
some of the stuff that I don't have. And I'm like, man, yeah. you know, if I ever need to get a hold of some of that, exactly, I could rent it out or we'll take the session over there to your studio and we'll do it. But, you know, the most of these people, they got their studios in their homes or in their the little back area they built, you know, so it's not a commercial spot. And it's like, cool, man, I'll be the commercial spot. You guys all have your business licenses or whatever. And you guys are doing business anyways, but you're doing small business and you got your regular jobs and you're doing whatever, you know, because, you know, that's the big thing is a lot of people, they have their jobs, they're, they're working and it's hard to juggle, you know, doing what you love and doing what you have yeah. to do. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah, your regular nine to five and then your, yeah. your, your passion business. And I mean, luckily for me, I haven't. You know, I, I ain't married. I ain't got no kids. I'm still just me. So it's like, I can do that. But I understand. Like, I have mm-hmm, friends who, mm-hmm. they got kids. They got a family. They got a house. They got mortgage, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that shit's hard, man. You got to stick to, you can't, I, I was able to take a gamble on this place because of my situation. Because I'm like, cool. You know, fuck it. I have some money. I was going to try to buy a house. Now I'm back here. It don't look like I'm buying a house right now. So let's fucking open up the studio. I've always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Let's see if this works. And, you know, uh, there's been several times where I felt like I had to close this place down. And I was uh, stressing it a little bit. And I, that's when I went to go get a job. And even when I had a job, I wasn't sure if I should maybe just go back to working a regular nine to five job and close this place down. And then maybe just doing this on the side. But um, when I ended up pushing myself again with too much work and I had to quit the other job, now I'm back to running this place again full time. And, uh, and it's been kind of going pretty steady. So now I'm like, okay, I might be able to, you know, make yeah. this work. So. We'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, you keep showing up, man. You keep showing up, you're going to get better. You're going to, you know, get more people involved and in through here. Word of mouth gets out. Yeah. I'm telling you, you need to advertise, obviously. And Um, you know what? And you know what? I have been holding back on the advertisement only because it's just me right now. And I don't want to overwhelm myself with work. But I'm currently, like, in the process of trying to get uh, some – who trying to find who I can get that can help me out because I need to – uh, there's times where there's there could be sessions going on here and you know i'm somewhere else doing another thing and it's like i need somebody's hitting you up yeah I need, somebody's hitting me up and it's just like trying to get trying to find the right people to work with you know like uh someone that could bring in here that you know i would love to get someone that i can give a key to and be management and be like yo man you know like if i could trust you that that much but it's hard to find someone that can that you can give the keys to the studio i'd be like hey bro you know make yeah. sure everything's locked down at the end of the night and everything's good but you know for now it's just it's just me running it so it's like uh Sometimes I feel like when when work starts picking up real quick, like like uh, I got I got this one dude who hit me up to do some mastering, so I got like nine tracks to master. But that same like weekend that I got it, that following week started booking up, and then you know I haven't even had I just barely got a chance to do some stuff during the week, and I'm like, yo man, sorry I haven't got back to you, but you know here, and he's cool about it, you know like. Uh, I'm still getting the hang of how to get everything flowing right. You know, I got to ask the customer, you know, like, when do you need this by? Is there a deadline? Prioritize? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Because, you know, I got another guy who has to submit music to a label and he's always just like, you know, like, we got to get this done. We got to shoot it out there. And that's more pressure right there because you like, you got this, these dudes, you know, hitting you up and they're like, they want their stuff right away. And, and I'm like, man, I got to move faster. So I got to get people involved. And that's why I was like, you know, um, I had I had hit up the uh, Pablo from Precision Tune before because I was working with the client, and I'm like, yo, man, this guy needs like, he needs to be working with. He's trying to work a lot, a lot. Like he's trying to work all day, and it's like I got other clients, I got other stuff projects that I'm working on, so I can only give this guy like maybe two hours a day, you know, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday or whatever, you know. And it's like, can you take over from this time, you know, or we record our parts here, and then I send you the stuff. You do the editing, mixing, whatever. Yeah. Like editing, mixing, that's one of the chores that I, I dislike doing, but I do it, you know. But it's like. <laughs> I like I like making the music, but when it comes down to doing all the cleanup after, I'd rather just shoot that shit out to someone. Like, hey, bro, go oh, yeah. go do that stuff, you know? Because uh, and I think you should. I think so too, man. Because 
That's what I'm still trying the to figure fresh out. Fresh ear. Yeah, because uh, actually, too, um, one of the guys I'm work with, working with, he's uh, he's getting ready to get signed. Ben Slater, y'all, shout out to Ben Slater. Ben Slater. <laughs> he's uh, he's working right now uh, with with the label and um, what do you call it? I fucking lost my train of thought. Where the fuck I was going? <laughs> he, um, precision <laughs> mixing and mastering. Oh yes, there. yes. He he is telling me that um, that they were asking him where he does his stuff from. And he was telling him, oh, you know, I work with this guy, Bethel, Sample Studios and stuff. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, where do you guys master it? Oh, well, he does all that stuff. And they're like, oh, really? And they were kind of confused. Like, usually yeah. they send it out somewhere else, you know? And I'm like, huh, you know, that's, I mean, shit, dude, I've only been up a few, year, few years, so I'm still getting the hang of how everything works. Yeah. But working with people in the industry is nice because now I'm getting more of an understanding of that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so I was just like, dude, well, that would make it better for me because now I, I was like, I could just produce and, and record stuff and it's like just have someone engineer it shoot it out to them mm-hmm. and not only that now you get someone else in the mix who's gonna make some money too and and everyone's making money and we're all staying busy and we're happy but yeah. i like the department of production like the mixing and engineering that's a that's a department i can do but i'd rather just be the production and, and the yeah. producer you know and making music that, that's where that's where you find more joys yeah. is being that 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 musician slash producer that's my thing yeah that's what i like to do and uh you know, um, and some people, you know, they're 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 different. Like some people, it's just a, a guitarist. Some people are guitarists and pianists and a singer. You know, yeah. it's like everyone's got their certain things that they like to do. And you know, like there's guitarists who know how to play bass, but they're like, eh, just get a bass player. You know, because they'd rather not do the bass. They could mm-hmm. do it, but they'd rather have a bass player do yeah. it because the, the person who fucks with it the most is gonna know what's best. You yeah. know, it's like if you want someone to play bass, well, I could play bass, but. I'm not a bass player. Yeah. You know, that's why I'd rather hate you up. <laughs> you know? Like, what? It's, like, any, it's like anything else, man. Like, like a contractor. Yeah. A contractor will bid for a job. Exactly. But then he'll hire, you know, a plumber or he'll hire the electrician. He'll yeah. hire, you know, a tile guy. Like, he, yeah, you got a guy yeah. and he'll, he'll do a bunch of the work and yeah. he can, but you're going to hire out a specialized yeah. role. Yeah, and actually, that just gives me another idea. For y'all, you, all you guys out there who, who want to do something and make a business, be a contractor, you know, like it's like, uh, just, uh, <laughs> it's like, like, dude, like, okay, you, you, you don't have to go to school. I saw one, I saw a post one time where someone posted, um, you know, everyone thinks you got to get a degree to get a good yeah. job and stuff. And it's like, you don't need a degree to start a business. Yeah. Hell, you don't even need to know how to do the damn thing to start the business. Nope. I could open up a studio and not know nothing about recording, but I can hire all the people that do. Yeah. And it's, that's it. You know, it's like, I could, I could be a, I could be, I could open up a plumbing company and I know nothing about plumbing, but I know a plumber and he's going to be my dude. I just have the money to open it, whatever, you know, exactly. but that's it. It's like, you don't need, you can open up whatever the hell you want to open up. And if, even if you don't know how to do it, just get someone who does. If you have a, if your best friend knows how to do something badass and you don't know how to do it, but you know how to do the other part of it, then fucking get together and do it. You know, yeah. it's like it's like you, you you know how to run social media, then you run the social media advertisement while he does the work or whatever. You know, and yeah. it's just like that's what people gotta partner up and do stuff. You know, to uh, to uh, a coexistence. Um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? A relationship. Business like animals, the one that animals have symbiotic. Yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship. You know, it's like. I'm going to be the creative artist. You're going to be the guy that sells it. Yeah. You're going to be the marketing guy. You're going to be the business. And yeah. I'm just the creative mind that is going to make badass shit. And then yeah. you're going to sell my badass shit. All yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just like you, you just, you do your part, you take it on to the next department and they do the next part and then yeah. they go on to the next part and then so on and so forth. And then, you know, it's just like, uh, 
yeah, there's a flow. Any other, just think about any other job. I mean, you got you got people exactly. in accounting, you got people in receiving, exactly. you got people on sales, you got stocking. Oh got, man, I need an account. Actually, I was I, I'm gonna I, when I go do my taxes, I might talk to my accountant about like what kind of services can they offer me because of that because i'm like fuck dude like i've got all these receipts i gotta get them in order i gotta i got i got all that stuff man and i I push that shit aside it's so funny because i was uh, the past couple years i've been doing that i was looking at sweetwater and sweetwater posted something about like like it's that time of the year with all all these gigging musicians are getting all their their receipts in order and blah blah blah. and i'm like okay great i don't feel you know i was like okay I understand, they understand, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I thought I was the only one. Like, I'm so unorganized, trying to get organized, so you know. So, basically, this episode is leading us to find you a secretary. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody to handle your booking. Oh, somebody shit. to handle the accounting. <laughs> yeah, you need a secretary, man. Oh, uh, something, man. I need, I need a team, a whole team. But, yeah, uh, secretary would be good to be handling all that, that office work shit, man, because I'm like... I'm handling all the office stuff, and I'd rather not. You know, I'd yeah. rather be just re- recording. You know, but there's a lot of departments, man. I mean, I'm handling all the departments that I have to do here, and I don't even think about it that way. But I have to break it down that way. You do, and it's like, and it's like, you know, uh, it's insane because it's like, I mean, I worked re- every re- retail so long, and all that stuff that I've learned, I incorporate it into my business because, and the stuff that I didn't like, I just take it out. You <laughs> know, it's like, it's like, hey, that worked for them. I'll do that. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, that's that's what I do. I got my inventory of the gear I got. I got the serial numbers like we used to do inventory. You know, it's like, uh, there's there's a bunch. Dude, when I got my rat gear, I went, got all the security screws, all the stuff that we used to do at Guitar Center, man. I took notes and all that shit. I fucking, you know, I, yeah. I, I did a lot of the things that made sense to me. I'm like, I'm putting it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm incorporating those ideas and shit. And uh, like clinics, I would like to start doing clinics here. I, I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, man. Oh, that's amazing, dude. I, like, yes. I want to have clinics and hit up, you know, some of the old reps, hit up Adolfo and hit up fucking Omar and all the cats that, you know, uh, would come by GC and just be like, yo, come through and let's just, you know, set something up. either here or at not one even, of the local not stores. Even, not even, yeah, clin- those clinics would be nice, but my mind went to uh, a clinic. Like you could, you could host. Like me hosting it. Yeah. You can host, thought about that too. Yeah, you can host a cajon. We talked about a cajon earlier, right? Hey, you guys want to learn how to play a cajon? Come in. You know, um, you only have the one, so hopefully they got maybe somebody's like put it well, down the line. I've been thinking about doing like a what do you call it? Drum circle. Yeah, I got I got two djembe's, three congas, two cajon. Uh, cajon you know, I'm like it's. Yeah. I, I got enough percussion here that we can get a few cats and we could do. And not even you know? that, you could do it at, at the coffee shop. Exactly. Yeah, because they used. They and that's the thing like that. is, I do want to get more involved with the community businesses and stuff, and kind of like collaborate. Because, like, I mean, you've got um, Walter who's got Fretworks. You've got uh, Jonathan who's got uh, Tronic Sounds. Tronic, yep. And you know, it's like uh, we're all local here. It's like it's like the thing is. People don't, some people just don't understand. It's like you got to keep it local and support your local business because the money stays in your community. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, it's like if someone here locally comes in and they they spend so many hours with me and they're spending money, it's like cool, mm-hmm. man. Now I got to go buy some more guitar strings. I got to go buy some cables. I'll go to my local retailer and do it. Yeah. We don't got a guitar center here. We don't got uh you know any any uh brick and mortar store here except for like the locals so it's not like a big chain company so when you're mm-hmm. spending here you're making money you know you're keeping the money here so let's say 
you know, someone comes in here, they spend money with me. I spend money with Fretworks or, or, or yeah. Electronic Sounds. You know, they they go over here and they're buying stuff at Cafecito, North End. We're yep. all keeping the money locally and it's it's staying here. You know, it's not going in some corporate business. You're not spending it at, you know, JCPenney's and Target and Dillard's where it's going somewhere you don't know. It's like, you know who that money's going to. And you know that kid who, who got that or whatever. And, you know, yeah. it's like... Um, yeah, definitely trying to trying to get more involved with the community and the local businesses to kind of push each other and help each other, you know, because yeah. we need each other, <laughs> especially yeah. right now. Like it's like corporate businesses are going down with this whole COVID thing and, you know, and big, big and small, you know, big and small businesses are going down. But it's like uh, right now, it's it seems like there's a lot of power to the people right now that you could take, you know, uh, things into your own hands, where as far as like a business, um, the media, like it's like. You know, most people are getting their news from the fucking social media. So it's like if you're, if you know, you're you're posting stuff, um, you can reach out to people through through all that stuff. You know, um, TikTok. Uh, you know, use these social platforms. Social platforms to your advantage. Like. Exactly, and like uh, actually, uh, Stanley Serrano. I don't know if you know Stanley. He goes. Mm-hmm. He goes. He's a musician right there in Tempe, and he um he had something about that last time when he was talking about TikTok. How um. You got, you know, Fleetwood Mac. That was a big hit back in the days. You ain't heard about them in forever. Next thing you know, there's a guy skateboarding, drinking cranberry juice, bumping it. Now everybody's like, that's a cool song. People are searching it. That song came up to the top 10 yeah. everywhere, everywhere. And it's like, 40 bro, years later. 40 really. years later. And it's been resurrected. And all of a sudden, it's like people are listening to Fleetwood Mac who never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. These guys got a whole bunch of new fans now. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like, that's insane, brother. Like, like it's like. And you think about it, and, then, and even with like uh, my guy Fernando, I was talking about, he posted a picture, uh, video on TikTok, and he's got a quarter million views, and then all of a sudden he's getting you know twenty thousand views or more, thirty, fifty, whoever, and it's just like, damn, dude, you got a following, you yeah. got like ten thousand people that just started following you overnight, and it's like those ten thousand gonna grow to twenty because they're gonna be spreading your shit, and then th- those are the people, you know, and it's like, and then he was telling me he's like, man, it's crazy, he's like, you know, he's like, I got family and friends. Who don't even realize what I'm doing right now? How big this is going? They think this is just a little hobby. Like, oh, that's cute. He's having fun doing his thing. Nah, man, he's got fans that are bumping his shit. Like he was showing me videos, and these people are singing the song along with him in a separate little video. You know, or or they're they're I think like they're playing it, whatever. But there's a bunch of people that are feeling it, you know. And I thought that was really cool, and I was like, holy shit, it's mind blowing because you can actually, like I was saying earlier, you can be a big person somewhere else. But nobody even knows you're here, you know, and it's like, but in yeah. the internet world, you're, you're this the world. Yeah. It's people in Australia, China, you know, that it ain't just Yuma or Arizona or the United States or just the Western region or whatever. It's the fucking world. The whole so world. it's like the whole world. Like my buddy has a podcast, uh, Good Time Horror Stories. They've got fans in like Transylvania or something like crazy shit, you know, because yeah. people all over the place love horror stories. Yeah, yeah. They love to hear them. So like he's got listeners all over the place. And it's like even even myself, I'm selling stuff on eBay. I'm selling my artwork on eBay. I have like uh, stickers and yep. buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like every time it says ship worldwide or just ship locally or, or ship nationwide, I always hit just nationwide. I don't ship worldwide because I'm always like. Well, not, man, it's probably going to be more shipping. Yeah. Fuck it. They're going to pay for the shipping. Yeah, Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. If I can get someone in Australia with my sticker, awesome, dude. Yeah. And that's just like, and I'm limiting myself right there. So I actually have to go back into my eBay account. I got to go change all that shit so I can be worldwide. But, <laughs> Hell yeah, you know, dude. But Hell yeah. It's just like those little things that you don't think about. And then later on, a little fucking light bulb goes off and you're like, 
why did I do this before? Yeah, why did I do it? Or because you were a little timid. Yeah. You're like, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is going to be... You yeah. Know, if this you don't want to mess with something you sound. don't know. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because I was reading something... I was reading something about, you know, starting up your business or being doing something, being successful. Yeah, that's what it was. It was uh, successful people. It said the people who are success, successful, they don't when they get into the business, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They jump in. They just jump in. They ain't ready. So yeah. if you're going to wait, like I would, I would always push it back till I was ready. And I would be like, oh, when I'm ready, when I'm ready. And, you know, and it's like you're never really going to be ready. <laughs> and I wasn't ready when I opened up the studio. But I'm learning as I'm going, and it's and it's working so far. So it's just like, cool. That's what you got to do. You got to take that risk and just do it, you know? And it's like, what happens if the studio fails? Fuck it. Then I go back to working at the file like I was doing before, and, you know, that's what I was doing before. Fuck it. I just go back to doing that. I already did that, so I could go back and do it. But this is something else that I've never done. Let's see if it works. I still got the place open, so let's keep it going, so you cruising, know? man. Yeah, just keep it cruising. But, yeah, man, it's... uh. <laughs> <laughs> crazy it's, that's fucking beautiful man yeah i i think uh, my mind is just on like um like drum circles or like you doing clinics to for yeah. free group group yeah group like maybe obviously you got to cap it off right now because the covid times yeah, yeah. but um you could be like you know five to eight people can come in or go to the coffee shop you know and and you can provide them a free clinic on the mm-hmm. ukulele on the cajon uh djembe or something yeah. like that and, you know and just just you know like a little 30 to 45 minute class that's free gets people engaged boom hey what'd you do last night oh dude i went down to this coffee shop this dude bethel he runs soundplay studios we had like a free little drum circle dude it was fun yeah you know like that's yeah that dude, that would get that the, the free stuff like yeah. that is what gets that's people what be, engaged. yeah everyone loves free stuff yeah, who doesn't fucking look at george's up and we say oh the free fucking light up yeah but that's the thing it's like i'd actually i've been thinking about having a drum circle since i first opened this place up but uh before they were having another drum circle uh littlewood littlewood they had a co-op over here mm-hmm. and um they would have drum circles and then uh, i went to a couple of them after covid hit they started having them out the river and i went to one of those out there and there were some people that showed up but i was like I was, I was talking to the ones who ran it i was like man I go, if you guys ever want to do something here too you know I was like, I kind of want to do a drum circle too, but they already had, had that one going over there. So I was like, cool, you know, let them do theirs. And then uh, I'll do mine later or whatever. And, and then, Well, you can uh, even just do opposite days. Too, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And actually I, wanted, actually, I wanted to go over to Littlewood and tell them, uh, you know, can I do the drum circles here or something? There's an idea, but I never got around to do it. And the next thing I know, they started having them already. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're already doing them. Cool. So that was cool. And then I just went and joined along, you know, a couple times. And it was just, it was dope, you know, brought my, my, my hybrid cajon. I got a hybrid one that's all crazy. We won't get into the description of that one. You can look it up. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, like uh, it was it was cool, you know, just kind of just trying to jam with people really, man. You know, it's like it's fun when you're jamming. And the thing about jamming, I always tell people when you're jamming and you're you're, you're when you're playing with people and you're all in sync and you're all got a flow going and it sounds good. It makes you feel good inside. Like there's a feeling you're that you vibing, get. vibing. You're creating something with with another person. Yeah. Ah, man, that's, there's a that's... feeling it's a feeling that you get and it's funny because i i was a one time i was telling a friend of mine i go man i go i go there's a you can't help but smile mm-hmm. and it just you can't stop smiling sometimes because you feel so good it feels great kind of like when you ride a bike for the first time and you got the whole you got the hang of it and you're like holy shit i fucking ride a bike you know and it's yeah. just like it's kind of you're getting that feeling again every time because you're you're, you're flowing you're riding and you're going and it's just like and it's just dope like i don't know there's no 
don't know how to explain it, but there's just like a feeling that you get. Like, I don't know. The one way I could explain it is like when you feel so good about something and you're smiling, like you're like, hell yeah, I'm doing this or whatever. That's yeah. the feeling you get. Like I was telling one of my boys one time, I go, I go, man, I remember my cousin when I was a little kid, you know, I came home from school, got off the bus, walked to my, my, to the house and I seen a lowrider parked in front. And I was like, damn, what's fucking lowrider is this? And it was one of my cousins. He's, he's, he's like moved to San Diego and he came down to visit and shit. And then I'm like, damn fool, he's got the fucking, the, the spoked ribs and everything, you know? He's like, yeah, you want to go for a ride? Fuck yeah, I want to go for a ride. And then we jumped into the ride. That was the first time in a lowrider, bro. Like it, it was a little Honda. It wasn't like a 64, but you know, my first time being in a in a cool car, and I remember the feeling I had was like I was smiling in there, and I couldn't hide the smile. I could, you know, I was just like I was just smiling, like I called eight cheesy yeah. smile. I just like felt so cool that yeah. I was cruising in this lowrider. But that's kind of like the fa- same feeling that 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 smile, that goodness you get. They get that same feeling when you're jamming and everyone's jamming and you're having a good time. You know, it's fun when you're making music, creating music. You're creating it. It's coming. It's coming from your your mind yeah. and your body is executing it, man. Yeah. So. That's just that's just a good feeling. Just any type of creation. When you see someone, you know, like one of my clients does uh, outdoor furniture. You know, he he bought a bench back here. We got a bench over there in the back, and I'm like, dude, that's so dope. And I'm like, honestly, man, you could start building freaking um, uh, record vinyl vinyl oh, stands. Yeah, that's you know, like, dude, right I go, now. I go, you can make stands for drum machines. Easy little stand. You know that I see people selling stands. Dude, the other day I saw somebody with some conga stands, and it was just a little piece, two two woods crossed. And then I'm like. What the hell? You can make me a little conga stand. I mean, I got those big bulky ones, but yeah, you know, I was like, "This possible?" so many possibilities. And then he he does wood stuff. And I told him, "Bro, you should make gun handles." Like we're in Arizona, everybody's got a fucking gun. Just make gun handles that are cool. Hell, I'll even like draw like a skull in the it design. or something, and you can burn it out with the yeah, thing. We could yeah. we could work together and make something dope. And just sell a product, you know, but... It can be a whole line. It could be, like, custom gun handles by Beto Marquez, you know? And if somebody likes your style, it's like, there you go, dude. And it's the thing. It's just, like, just... uh I don't know, man. There's just so many possibilities to do whatever it's you so want. So much, to. man. It's so much. Like that's it's like we're <laughs> spitting out like so many different yeah, ideas right so now. So many like, ideas, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. no excuse, guys. No Come excuse, on. guys. Do no what excuse. you want to do. Be happy. Stop stressing out. I know, you know. We all have worked those jobs that you don't like. You know, find what you like to do. You know, actually, here's a good thing that I'll never forget. Um, one of my old friends, Sal Marcello, posted, rest in peace, Sal. Actually, man, Sal Marcello, he he had passed away when I was in Phoenix, and uh, he caught pneumonia, I think. Yeah. He got sick, and then before all the COVID shit back in there. But um, anyways, it's crazy. Like, he found me at Boondocks when you, you, me, you, and uh, Lucinda, you had the thing going on. Yep, yep. And uh, that's where he saw me one time when I was out there painting for, at the Boondocks. And then um, uh, Sal came up, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, what's up, bro? My name's, my name's Warner. His, his, his real name is Warner, but he went by Sal Marcello. That was his, his uh, stage name. But he's like, hey, what's up? My name's Warner. And I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? And he's like, hey, man, you want to come paint? You know? And I'm like, cool. Started doing some stuff at the chopping walk. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, like, I started doing stuff over there. And it was really cool that I got to, like, that I saw all that stuff going on, you know, like even you, when you, you, you guys would get the GC shows going, you know, that was fun. That's when I saw uh, uh, Johnny regular play, you know, and I'm like, dude, you guys are dope. And you know, yeah, it was yeah. like, it was just fun times. Everybody's having a good time. And uh, anyways, from there, uh, I used to go over there to chop and walk and, and, you know, perf- uh, they would perform and I would just paint. And it was cool because it was an opportunity for me to sell my paintings and I would mm-hmm. sell my paintings. Mm-hmm. And then um, we would all do, we would all just have fun and it was a good good time you know doing what we love to do the art 
And uh, anyway, Sal Marcelo, back to what I was getting to because I was losing track. There, he posted one time uh, a thing that said, make a list of what you do every day. And now make a list of what you want to do every day. Yeah. And now adjust accordingly. Uh-huh. And that was like a fucking light bulb just like, what? Now shit. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So I actually did that. I, I wrote down, you know, I go to work, uh, fucking pay my bills, whatever, this and that. And it's like, what I want to do every day? I want to make beats. I want to just, you know, work on music. I want to DJ, whatever. And it's funny because when I worked at JC, uh, JC Pen, the fuck? Well, I'm going way back. When I worked at Guitar Center, every time I got to that point where I wanted to quit and I hated it, you know, I was stressed out or something, I wanted to quit, I'd make a big purchase. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, fuck it, I'm getting these speakers because I'm going to go DJ if I got to quit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and it happened a lot, actually. <laughs> Hey. And I would be like, okay, so I ended up buying like these speakers, and I bought some other speakers and some subs, and I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, if I quit this place, I'm gonna open up a studio, I'm gonna DJ, I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna figure it out. But yeah, eventually when the day came, you know, I left and I had a bunch of equipment. I'm like, okay, fuck it, time to come open up a studio, <laughs> do Hell something yeah. with it, you know? Dude, that's that's inspiration, man. Yeah, it was crazy, I'm, man. Like I never know, I didn't know when this was gonna happen. I didn't know when the studio was gonna open. All I knew is I was just gonna keep buying gear. And then eventually when the time was right, it was going to happen. But I didn't know, like, I just kept buying gear. Every paycheck I got, I would go see Harold or Dane and drums and I would buy, like, a fucking shaker, a kabasa, a tambourine. I'd buy a djembe, a cajon, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would buy every every paycheck. I had to buy something because I was like, I'm adding it to the studio. And then so every pay- paycheck I got, I bought something. And it's funny because I remember Harold would, would, would see me come in every time. He'd be like, fucking bet the bro. I would always go to the weird shit. Like everyone would come to the drums. I'd go to the percussions. I'm a percussion guy. Yeah. And it's like, and then he, it's Latin in me, you know? Yeah. And it's a, th- it's a thing that people come when they come in here and I add percussions a lot to certain music. Music, mm-hmm. and they're like holy shit they trip out and i'm like bro there's so many it's because nowadays you don't have the full bands and it's usually one person producing their own music and they don't think about that shit mm-hmm. and it's like dude the percussions has a huge deal to do with it not only that backing vocals man like uh people don't use backing vocals as much as they used to they don't get like if, if you got a guy singing get get a couple girls to back you up in the background or if it's a girl singing get a couple guys or whatever you know but like kind of switch it up a bit you know if you're hearing a girl's voice throughout the whole song put a dude's voice in there switch it up whatever it is but um yeah it's just uh i'm spilling out a bunch of shit i I love it man no you're you're i'm I'm getting fuel man from from this from our talk (laughs) for sure i'm getting fuel and i'm like all right man time for Time for me to step it up, you know, yeah. myself, dude, and and, and bro, and I get feel from you with your workouts, bro. Like you're <laughs> you're over here doing push ups in the stock room and you're over here at the park and your backyard <laughs> and your kitchen. I'm just like, fucking one, bro. Like I, I gotta do some push ups, man. It actually is, it is working because there's some days where I'm like I wake up while well, I'm I'm actually I actually take a lot actually there's a lot that I've learned from you and I do. Like I was telling you, you know, like I, I try to fast in the mornings a lot of times where I don't necessarily just wake up and eat. That's yeah. one thing I didn't like to do and I felt like it was um it was forcing myself because I would always one. That's one of the things I used to hate about when I worked, uh, you know, the job that you know I had to be there at a certain time, and you wake up and you're in a hurry and you got to eat and you want to eat because you're not gonna you don't you don't have a break until a certain time. Yeah. So you got to eat and um, but I wouldn't necessarily be hungry and I felt like that already kind of oh, yeah 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 that already kind of started like once you eat now you're gonna keep eating so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. and then, then you, you become overweight or whatever or whatever. But it's like, um, I was just like, okay, I'm not hungry, so I'm just going to hold off until I feel hungry. And then, so I wake up, and this is all from you, bro. This is all from what I've learned from you. So I wake up uh-huh. in the morning, and I'm like, okay, um, you know, I'm hungry, 
And then I remember uh, uh, Bob Marley documentary, Marley, the Marley documentary, where I think Bunny Whaler's talking about when they were in Jamaica and at nighttime people would be hungry and it, the joke, the, the joke or whatever, the thing that would say when you when you couldn't sleep because you're hungry, they'd be like, just go get a glass of water and go to bed, you know? And that's yeah. what they would do. They would just drink a water and go to bed. So I, I remember that. And so I was just like, when I wake up in the morning, some days I'm hungry. Some days I'm not. Some days I'm, I'm you know, but that depends a lot. If I had some junk food the night before, I wake up feeling like that. When yep. I, If I had something light, mm-hmm. I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. But it's all depend, And it's it's a, it's weird because people don't take the time to really experiment with their bodies to feel, to see how they with feel the yeah. with the food. Yeah. And I started doing that, you know? And then, um, so I was just like, wake up. I'm, if I'm hungry, I'll just drink some water. If I'm not hungry, I still drink some water because the water is good for you to start your, your yep. metabol- metabolism going or whatever, from what I've been told. And then, um, so yeah, so I started doing that. And then, so I'll drink my water. And then once once I get hungry again, then I'm like, okay, that's usually about 11 or so. And then I'm like 10, 30, 11. And I'm like, okay, now I'll have my smoothie. And then yeah. I, it's like, cool. Now I just started off, you know, eating late and it's something healthy. And then it's like, then later when I do get hungry, now I'll try to eat a breakfast, you know? So I eat like a late breakfast. I'll be eating yeah. eggs and shit like at one, two in the afternoon, yeah. you know? But it's like, um, and then, but like, uh, I've been trying to do exercise too, but at the moment since I haven't had time because I've been busy, I've been just trying to stay at least eating healthy mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get back to the exercise once I can get back in there. But yeah, but yeah. most people were saying, well, I can't even exercise. So what's the point of eating healthy? You exactly. Know? It's like, nah, people, dude. That's the thing is you make excuses. You got to yeah. stop making excuses, bro. And I do the same thing with my art because I get so tied up with, with, with doing uh, music that I'm like, I was pushing the art to the side. Yeah. And the other day I was like thinking to myself, I need to stop being a little bitch and fucking get this shit done. Yeah. Because um, I was like, I was like, okay, let's say I'm just chilling at the house. And I got a, I got a session that's at three o'clock, but it's ten a.m. So I got plenty of time to burn. Mm-hmm. So I can mix I can mix some songs down or work on some beats or do whatever musically. But it's like, how about I just work on some art real quick because I'm gonna work on music later anyways. So I'm still gonna work on music. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I got a few hours. Let me let me work on some art. You know, if I ever take a shower, I don't want to get my hands messy. Well, fuck it. Put on some gloves. You know, or I'm wearing some good clothes. Well, fuck it. Put on some shitty clothes. Just do it. You know, it's 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 like a chore you don't want to do. It's like, oh, I got to cut the grass. Oh, I got to change this clothes so I can paint. Yeah, no, yeah. fuck it, dude. Just fucking do it. Stop bitching and do it. You'll, and that's you'll, what I you'll did. feel better You'll afterwards. feel better after. And you realize that you didn't waste your morning yeah. just sitting around waiting for that. I, I do that a lot sometimes, too, is you waiting around for that. For whatever you have scheduled. Yeah. And it's like, don't wait around. Do something else in between time. Mm-hmm. And you got to fill those gaps. And so, like, yesterday morning, you know, I woke up and I finally had, like, you know, I told one one homie, I'm like, hey, man, no sessions today. You know, and then I was like, I'm going to just work on some art. And then I woke up and I knocked out, like, six little small pieces. I just painted them real quick and I did a background. And then last night when I was sitting, you know, before bed, I just started adding some more color to one of them. Yeah. And it's, like, slowly progressing, you know, but um I'm, I'm trying to get more artwork because i got my cousin out at the swamp me selling her stuff shout out to marma vibes marma. <laughs> and uh she's she's got her setup over there so I, I i took some like a couple paintings over there and some stuff and she sold some stuff so i'm like dude i want to take her some more merchandise so she can sell mm-hmm. and then pitch in for her for her rent there you know and yeah. then you know she she can do all that because when i was in phoenix i remember i went to first friday and then they had Aztec Smurf. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, yeah. He's so they good. had some of his stuff there, and I was like, "Man, I go, that's just dope," you know. And I was talking to, I think it was his cousin, and she goes, "Oh yeah, it's my cousin." He goes, "You know, he's in Vegas right now. There's a show out there. He's at the Vegas show." I'm like, "Fucking hey, that's how you do it. You got your family running your booth over here. You're over there running over there doing other big things, and we're all making money. We're all happy. And we're all keeping each other in the loop and you know? supporting and supporting each other. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. 
is you know you you got to help each other out you know and push each other and help but uh yeah it's uh it's crazy trying to get and i, I was telling one of my boys the other day when i first when i was first getting into uh, running the studio again full-time i told my boy man i go it's kind of hard for me i'm having trouble getting my workflow going down mm-hmm. i go because i'm i'm not pro- i don't I, I had to learn how to prioritize and how to push shit to the side that i don't need to worry about right now because you want to get everything done at the same time yeah. <laughs> you know and that's what stresses you out and that's what you need to stop stressing about just taking one step at a time but it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta really use all the time you have in the day to do whatever it is you want to do if you want to work out if you want to paint if you want to cook whatever it is you know it's like you got to make the time and it's like and you stop stop being a little bitch <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you know? people think people think it's like um having the discipline to do it you're mm-hmm. like well i don't have the freedom to yeah. do what i want but right. it's like no, no 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 if you put off your responsibilities yeah you really don't have the freedom to to do what you want to do because yeah. the shit that you really got to do is fucking staring at you you know it's yeah. right behind you like you know ready to pounce because you you're not taking care of your shit right so being disciplined and regimented and, and trying to, to stick to a schedule will actually allow you to free up mm-hmm. a lot more of your time yeah to do what you would actually do like you said instead of just waiting around for your appointment yeah if you knock other shit out by the time your appointment's done maybe that frees up the other shit you wouldn't you would have knocked out later you already knocked them out mm-hmm. so then you have freedom to do maybe something else a new experience yeah. or and, something and sometimes i'll even do i'll even put shit in my calendar and it's like something i want to do but doesn't doesn't necessarily mean i have to do it but it's something to remind me like it's like mm-hmm. okay if i got like if i got my calendar and i have a session wednesday and i have a session on friday and i have a session on monday but tuesday and thursday are open or whatever then cool uh tuesday and thursday i'll put in there that i'm gonna work on some artwork mm-hmm. or i'm gonna take some time to work on these beats and load them up to this website or whatever and it's like you start kind of like Put those in there to do it, and I mean, the time might come, and you might have some other shit going on, so you just fucking delete it, whatever. But at least you're setting yourself up to do what you need to do if yeah. when, and when you have the free time. It's like you know, and it's like that's what I would. I had my job. It's like okay, eight to five, eight to whatever. I was working at this job, you know, from this time to this time I was doing the studio session. From this time to this time I was I was doing my parts for the radio. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, you have to juggle all that stuff, and then sometimes sometimes I get. I get comfortable and I, I start working on stuff and that, you know, I just want to work on some beats all morning and it's like, oh shit, you know, then I look up, oh crap, I got to do my radio work and, and it's like, I got a session right now, so now I got to push the radio work to after the session. Now I'm piling up the work on myself, so mm-hmm. it's like there's certain things that, you know, I'm still figuring out how to how to juggle. How to juggle. But that's up. where uh, I need to get a secretary account and all that shit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to handle some of those other things. Putting the ad out. <laughs> Put it, putting the ad out. All right, baby, let's bring this home, man. What um, Where can people find you what's your uh i don't know if do you want to put out the address here yeah fuck yeah yeah, yeah, all right right. so we're here at 73 west second street in yuma arizona downtown historic yuma and uh i'm right up the street from famous jimmy d's yeah (laughs) y'all probably know that place and uh we got right next to me we got a hair salon we've got pottery place and we got eduardo's mexican food and uh man eduardo's food is pretty legit you guys gotta try those freaking burgers man and i tried the torta the other day the torta is legit too man they got some good food but uh yeah um uh we got pottery right here freaking awesome pottery we've got a bunch of stuff down here in downtown but yeah man if you guys need to record music or you got ideas or you want to learn something just come on down give me a call um email me whatever you gotta do and then we'll figure it out we'll we'll figure out what we gotta do um i mean i play a bunch of stuff you know instruments beat making songwriting i'm all over the place like 
I mean, I started off writing raps and then or freestyling raps, then beatboxing and then writing raps and then making beats. And then because of the rapping, it made me it made it super easy to write songs. Mm-hmm. Super easy because it's all rhyming. And you know, and it's like, bro, you, you when you rap, you write sixteen bars. Yeah. Sixteen bars, that's like two, three songs. You can turn out two, three songs into an acoustic song if you play your cards right. Yep. But it's like, it's just, I was just like, holy cow, like I could just do less and do more at the same time. Like I'm writing less and the songs are, are like really good or, or whatever. Somebody really likes it. I get good feedback. But yeah, like, um, I don't know. We could do whatever, man. We can, we can write a song from scratch. We can make a beat, you know, whatever style you're doing. I've worked with country, folk, metal, rap, Hell yeah. I've seen I've all seen some stuff. of those. I was like, whoa, you got one of those, you know, <laughs> yeah. one of those acts in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're all over the place. And man. It's funny because I was um I was uh I was with my cousin and I was at my cousin's house one time and then like uh and then I was just like I was telling him I go, Yeah man, I'm working with, with my guys or whatever and then my two main dudes that I'm working with right now and I was just like check out check out this song that we're working on and I'm like, let me know what you think. And then like, I'm over here singing along in the background while they're they're, they're hearing the song, and I'm I'm over here singing along. And my cousin looks at me, and she's all, "Damn fool! Like, you really like this shit? Like, you really like this music, huh?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Well, I mean, like, you're singing the song along with it." I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's good." And yeah. then I'm like, "It's a good song." And she's just like, "No, yeah, but that's dope." She's like, "Cause you're it's different. You just went from like a." a freaking ballad to like a corrido you know yeah, and it's yeah. just like well yeah i did because i mean i grew up you know i grew up with pop music and rock music on fucking mtv yeah and then rap music came along and then i got my parents bumping norteños and cumbias yep. and whatnot same dude. mariachis and stuff and then it's like and then you know and then you got the techno stuff that comes out people started loving so it's like you got a little bit of everything i mean we're here we're we're mexican we're, most of us out here in Yuma are mexican-american and we're like We've got, you know, like, we've got all the flavor from Mexico. We've got the flavors from America. And then we, we got the flavors that we like of whatever other cultures we like. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's all a mixture, you know. It's like. Huge. It's just all mixed up. It's America. You know, we're, yeah. we're a mixture of everything. Melting pot. It's a melting pot, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got Wu-Tang. You, you got, they're talking about Shaolin. He's a bunch of dudes from freaking New York. You know, like, it's, it's like, true. that's it's the true. way, that's the beauty of art. Because they were watching, you know, movies and being inspired by yeah, you know? it, it connects and it and it transcends cultures and race and and all that. Our art does because it'll yeah. speak to you. And and art is again anything that's that's been created. Yeah, you know. Um, how can people find you online? You can go to Soundplay Studios. Actually, if you just Google Soundplay Studios LLC, you should be able to go to my website. Uh, or soundplaystudios.com is my website. Mm-hmm. But if you Google Soundplay Studios, it should come up the Soundplay Studios LLC. And then I actually just, actually just like a couple weeks ago, uh, did the whole approval for Google business thing. Yeah. Because I posted it like when I first opened up, but they sent me like a verification thing that I had to do and I never did it. So I finally <laughs> got around to doing the damn verification. <laughs> so now you can see me on Google, y'all. You can see pictures and stuff yeah. and and then it, uh, it'll take you to my Instagram, Soundplay Studios, or you can look me up, Beto Marquez, uh, AZ for Instagram. I post pictures yeah. with my art and my music. And then the Soundplay Studios mostly just post stuff from the studio. But I don't know. I've been kind of like thinking about incorporating the art more. And mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, maybe this might be into a little art gallery slash studio. Who knows? I don't know. Do it. We're going to see what happens. But, um, you know, I almost want to open up a record store here in town too, bro. <laughs> I, I'm getting a bunch of it's ideas to, back. to start. Yeah, yeah. It's to do a bunch of stuff, man. I'm going to have a conglomerate. <laughs> what is it? yeah but <laughs> conglomerate you got a bunch of businesses or some shit yeah. but yeah it's like it's like you just want to do a bunch of everything you want to do you just start doing it 
Perfect. <laughs> so I can tell people if you want to ho- holler at me, you can hit me up. I'm at Soundplay Studios. Get at him. And uh, yeah, this man wants to collaborate. Let's do it. Yeah, I want right. to do some music. I want to do some art. I want to do some beautiful stuff and let the world see what kind of talent we have out here, yes. man. Or, and just you know, see what we can put out. You know, it's uh, it's always fun and uh, it's love. Fun and love, man. Beto, I love you. Love you, bro. Thanks for coming on, man. Definitely. Thank you for coming through, man. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's this man's birthday. So happy birthday to this guy. Let's make some music. Let's make some music. Let's go. Time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that was good, man. Hell yeah. Damn, bro. I'm going to have to start up a podcast. You can't be as tired as shit, bro. Get it. (laughs) It's so cool. I got pissed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm with you. Ah! Oh yeah.